The comic book sensation Stealing Solo is back with a brand new edition. The entire fandom menace painted like you've never seen us before, featuring a cover from Anna that Star Wars girl. Back the comic, get the trading cards, wear the t-shirt, spread the word. Stealing Solo is back, and it's the fandom menace edition. Available only until May 2nd on Indiegogo. The following is a world-class bullshitters exclusive. There, you're back now, Dion. There you go. Ah, I can hear you guys. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful time to be alive. Well, hello, motherfuckers. Let's <laughs> <laughs> drink it something. Fuck you. Uh, so, <laughs> did the Axle F button kick you out? No, 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 no. I, I, I fucking went to switch over to my headset, and then they shut off random because I fuck with the connection, so that I just couldn't hear anything. So it was all me. It was, it was, it was user error on this end, not on the uh, proprietor of the shows. Testicle wow. difficulties, stand by. Yeah. <laughs> Lance Armstrong, is that you? Everybody gets one. Oh. Yes, especially. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, Nick is away on assignment tonight. Uh, what is his assignment, boys? He is going out to figure out the link between Captain Marvel fans and the rest of us normal fucking human beings. It's a perilous journey. He might not make it back. Well, you know what? Probably not. Nick... Thank you, sir, for doing what you're doing. So tonight, folks, we have a ton of topics to talk about. Uh, so let's uh, not wait any longer. Let's call in the starship. Uh, what are they saying to us, Dion? Are you ready to beam us up? They're saying beam us the fuck up, Brevskis. All right. Well, I'm ready to be beamed up. Not really. Joel has one of these stupid posters that says beam us up Cincinnati, and it's the Enterprise over the Cincinnati skyline. This is the shittiest thing I've ever seen. Joel, that if you're is the most Joel thing ever. It, yeah, just burn it out. right up his alley. Yeah. Well, we don't want to talk about Joel's Alley tonight. What we do uh. want to talk about, though, is the show, episode 260. Yeah, we've reached another nice round number, guys. So let's have some fun tonight. So uh, we're going to start our show like we always do. We have a new patron, Melanie. So, Melanie, thank you very much for joining us over on Patreon. Uh, folks, uh, we are about to embark on some Buffalo Jeff stuff. So let me show you guys uh, what we have. Uh, in the hopper for Buffalo Jeff. Let's see. Let's turn on the camera so everyone can see. Boom. Check out the hat, Dion. Kendo. I see it. Very nice. There you go. It's a nice hat. Anyway, first off for um, this will be we have Santa's Husband by Daniel Kibblesmith. That's awesome. That is so fantastic. So Buffalo Jeff will be reading this relatively soon, a.k.a. probably tomorrow. <laughs> we also have Woke Baby. We also have What Was I Scared of? A Glow-in-the-Dark Encounter by Dr. Seuss. <laughs> we also have What Pet Should I Get? by Dr. Seuss. Spoiler alert. The answer is Dion Green. No, that, that denied. And then finally, we have The Cat in the Hat, just for you guys. So we only read offensive content as Buffalo Jeff. The things that should be canceled, a.k.a. Dr. Seuss and Daniel Kibblesmith. But, uh, folks, if you want to hear Buffalo Jeff and all that fun stuff, make sure you join us over on Patreon. So, guys, you ready for tonight's word game? I believe so, my good man. Well, it's yes, going to have to be... So. Uh, it's a sad one because we've been told our word game is a little too raunchy for YouTube, so we've decided to clean it up, guys. You ready? I think so. Sure. Yeah, sorry, folks. So this week, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to replace a word from a song title with the word butthole. There you go. That's, that's how we clean it up here. 
<laughs> so I've been on a Nirvana kick lately. Uh, so far, I have Smells Like Teen Butthole, Butthole As You Are, and Butthole Shaped Box. So mm. <laughs> those are my contributions for tonight so far. About a butthole. About a butthole. Or, butthole or apologies. Butthole. <laughs> butthole cheese. All of it. All buttholes. You know what, folks? Uh, you just share your... Never mind. Uh, send your butthole titles in. We'll <laughs> yeah. have fun tonight. Careful with that request. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> Who was that artist that sent pictures of his butthole to Ethan? Like Robbie, somebody? Oh, Folks in the chat, let me know. I forgot about that, dude. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> ain't no butthole wide enough? There you go. <laughs> oh, God. Say no Rape. butthole for the wicked. <laughs> butthole don't grow on trees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stairway to butthole. Oh, <laughs> Butthole to heaven. Butthole to heaven. That's a good one. Oh, man. Uh, so, folks, uh, send your butthole titles all night long. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to go down this rabbit hole right now because I won't stop. Uh, I'm trying to look at a couple songs that I have on my playlist. Buttholes are forever. The Rockefeller butthole or the butthole skank. <laughs> that's a good one. Somewhere over the butthole. Some. I have a butthole over the rainbow. Butthole over the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. a picture of the sun. <laughs> anyway, folks, we're going for another Guinness Book of World Records tonight. So, we'll say butthole. 5,000 times. Butthole uh, supernova. So, in the sky. <laughs> Lucy in the butthole with diamonds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's big weird. Yeah, I like how you, you preface it with like, oh, it's too raunchy for YouTube, and we immediately jump in the buttholes. Yeah. Uh, that's how we celebrate here, Dion. That's how World we operate. Class. World class. Now, Dion, we didn't get to mention this with you last week. Uh, it's kind of sad to bring it up, but our buddy DMX... We've never met yep. him, but uh, I don't. He's uh, he had a, uh, an OD, and yep. it caused a lot of brain damage. And I don't yes. think he's going to make it every week or every couple of days. It seems like uh, we're hearing more and more bad news. So yeah, it's not good. It which you know sucks because that's essentially our childhood, and you know so many um, crazy moments, whether talking shit or getting drunk or you know being an adult comes with DMX. So, and, and, you know, and fans of his are well aware of the fact that that dude's been struggling for fucking years at this point, you know, and, and I mean, I think he was even on one of those ridiculous um, celebrity rehab shows, you know, so it's, uh, it's tough to watch this kind of come to this point. And every day they're like, yep, it's, it's more likely that this dude is a vegetable now, you know, and it, it's, mm -hmm. It really sucks, man. I, I I just, you know, everyone's holding out hope, but just hopefully he can, you know, go peacefully and get some kind of payment for all the joy he's brought us in our uh, ridiculously fucking normal lives. I think of you every time I see DMX, us on that trip to WrestleMania. Dude, how many, like, DMX-related good times have we had? Seriously, you know, it's so many, man. So fucking oh. many, dude. I fucked up. I should have had a DMX button for this week. Ah. Mm. Well, that's okay. Um, I can tell you something that'll surprise you, Dion. What's that? Domestic life has changed me. Oh, uh-oh. I found a musical I like, and I'm going to share it with you guys. You ready? Oh, Here we shit. go. Well, 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 Does he look like a bitch? Yes. My man! My fucking man. You think I'm going to fucking switch on Come on, man. Fucker, you are the man. 
Yes. Yeah, that yes. that had me that had me very 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 worried for about ten seconds. Welcome, wrong. There you go. Yes. There go. His fucking game has escalated, ladies and gentlemen. I am oh. all about it right now. Oh, He's dude, so much show, better at this. Yeah, it's so much fun. Uh, <laughs> every week, the last hour before the show, I go, "All right, it's button time. What can we make?" So. I like it. As soon as I'm just going to have a list of buttons, I'm never going to be able to find anything on this fucking platform anymore. <laughs> He's going to have to get an entirely different keyboard set up just for buttons. I'm willing to get rid of some, but actually none of our buttons are ready to get rid of. I'm ready to get rid of yet. So, yeah, uh, fuck, gonna, you, you're going to end up fun. looking. Uh, you're going to. Oh, fuck. I can't even think of his name anymore. The the the, the keyboardist. Uh, Elder Elder? No, no. Well, him too. It was just Liberace. No, the the fucking we Ray didn't Charles the before guy. the drugs. Carl Santana, champagne. I don't know. Anyway, there, there's a really famous one that it actually has a lot of decent tunes. It was really big in the '80s, and like he would have all these like keyboards set up playing his piano and his keyboard. And uh, he's very oh, famous. How his name has slipped me, I don't know. But anyway, that's gonna be Billy Joel. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> You gave the worst setup ever. I know. In my head, it was going to work. And then suddenly it's like, I can't think of this guy's fucking name. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, we are the epitome of pop culture, Kendo. So yeah. we need help with this. Goes. <laughs> now, I know this isn't really in our wheelhouse. We are not uh, the demographic. Probably we're never the demographic for the Powerpuff Girls. But did you guys see they're making a live-action movie of the Powerpuff Girls? I did see that. That is so goddamn hilarious. This is it. Like, this Whoa! Looks like, that's like yeah, a fucking yeah. YouTube video. Exactly. That looks like a prank. Like, hey, yeah. hey we're going to do something really stupid. I got an idea. It's like, that actually looks like a sketch from a sketch show. Hmm. I feel like we'd be pretty good at that, guys. I do, too. So I'm not going to really get on a, a tangent or a rant about this outside of Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> yeah. I'm on today. A couple of, actually, no, I've seen quite a bit. But I've seen quite a bit of that show. It's fine. But I'm not really invested in this, but I do think this is another epic fail in the making. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, no shit. We already saw how Jen and the holograms went. Thank you. That's what this is. This isn't like... Okay, let me rephrase that. The Powerpuff Girls was a show that appealed to both boys and girls. Gem and the Holograms, I'm based on history, seems like it was just a girl show. So the Powerpuff Girls has a little more crossover, but I still don't think that's enough. Uh, now, if there was like an animated one, and maybe if the world had, uh, you know... But like this, if we went back to theaters and there was a new Powerpuff Girl animated feature, I wouldn't watch it. But if it was on streaming, I might when I'm drunk or something. So that's about as far as I can go. I think this looks dumb. What other live-action cartoons can you pitch for terrible remakes? I mean, we already got um, G.I. Joe. I mean, I know the second one wasn't great. The first one was, like, laughably bad. You know, I can't. I can only imagine, like, a Captain Planet fucking live show being hilariously bad. You know, maybe even um, I mean, trying Don to go off. Played him. I mean, that's true. Captain Planet, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, but um, you know that that I'll just say anything off of, of like Adult Swim. Yeah, I know if they were to ever do like a, especially the newest She-Ra, if they were to do a live action of that, that would be really cringy. You know, 
but yeah, it's it's it's, it's really you would think it's hard to fuck all that stuff up, but they find a way. They're like Jeff Goldblum, man. They just they're like life. They just keep finding a fucking way. Yeah, if you're gonna do a movie based on a cartoon, then you probably should just make it a cartoon movie. I know, like with Pokemon, they did the decorative Pikachu thing, which was live action with CGI, and that worked. But hey, Kendo, uh, I just yeah. Speaking of Pokemon, who's that Pokemon? It's dead. Fuck! Wow! <laughs> God damn! I I was not expecting it to go that way, but I guess yeah, they, a, a dig a diglet does kind of look like a tombstone. I guess. Pretty much. Oh, I don't miss the Pokemon days, but I'll never get tired of that meme. Listen, you I know? still think the the it was me Austin one is just too fucking perfect. Oh, don't yeah, worry, the John, the John Cena one is also really good too. Are you sure about that? <laughs> I'll give John Cena a button on here. Don't worry. You All know right. what my favorite one would be? Would be the fucking uh, prank call. It's John yes. Cena, but no fucking yeah. Russell Farm and this fuck or whatever a, a Super yeah. Slam or whatever it was called. Super Slam. Super yeah. Slam. Dude, the best part is like when the guy calls and he's like, "I'm watching you," and she's like, "I'm sorry, what?" He goes, "That's exactly what the Undertaker said to John Cena." <laughs> he, yeah. he fucking gets her for like a good ten seconds. It's great. Now, every week, we seem to talk about how society accepts stupidity on a larger scale more and more every week. Uh, would you guys like to hear probably one of the most... I don't even know what the word to describe this is. I just can't believe that they're making a movie about this bullshit. Have you read the story? No. They're making a live-action movie about ancient aliens. Oh, how? I how? don't... <laughs> Uh, let me pull up the thing for you. Cowboys versus aliens did not go back far enough in time. I guess not. <laughs> we have to go back from the beginning. <laughs> so here we go. Um, executive turned scrib, uh, scribe Luke Ryan is writing the script to adapt the long-running History Channel series Ancient Aliens. Uh, Legendary Pictures, which, control, which controls the rights to the series, has closed the deal for Counterbalance Entertainment, the creators of the showrunners of Cobra Kai, to direct and produce a feature project. <laughs> So ancient, uh, we already, if you don't know, Ancient Aliens is a pseudo-documentary series that has been airing since 2009 and deals with pseudoscience and the ideas that extraterrestrial beings visited Earth in ancient times, sometimes provoking cultures into thinking they were gods. Details of the script are being kept under wraps, yeah. but according to Legendary, the story will be two-handed globe-spinning, or sorry, a two-handed globe-spanning adventure featuring ancient sites and artifacts confronting the theories and questions raised by the popular docu-series. Okay, so it's not actually going to be set, it's not actually going to be like a... Uh, what if this were real? Let's do a live action version of these ancient alien theories brought to life. It's actually going to be like, what if we took this ridiculous yet weirdly addictive uh, television show and just made up the story instead of based it around actual theories? I mean, the TV show is pretty made up in general because it's like, it's like really any exactly. type of gap, any type of gap. Well, it must have been the fucking aliens. So it's it's pretty much just a just a feature length version of what they are. Yeah, they're just they're just trying to make it make the meme a, a bigger meme, which which you know I, you know hey fellow kids look what we're making type bullshit, which is funny if it if it weren't real, you know. But that's just trying to make the meme real, you know, cashing in on it. I mean, it's 
This is kind of like that emoji movie from a couple years ago, except for they decided to use ancient aliens. Yes, like what? The What's fuck? a shittier idea, guys? Uh, I mean, the ancient aliens are pretty bad. I would rather watch They're... the ancient aliens movie over the yeah. emoji movie. Agreed. Like got fucking Sir Patrick know. Stewart in that shit. But only if the ancient aliens Dude. movie has Mark Sargent in it. I feel like he is the right choice. Wait, are they going to cross flat earthers and ancient aliens in one movie? Oh my god. That would be the greatest versus movie of all time. We should just call it Conspiracy Theory the animated series. Oh my god, somebody needs to make a Conspiracy yeah. Theory Battle Royale movie. Which is, where it's just like a flat earther and like a QAnon person and a fucking ancient aliens person. That movie would make $8. <laughs> yeah, let's say. I don't want anything to do with that movie. I don't care. Jeff could be like, I'm making this myself and be like, I'm out. No, thank you. I mean, I think Nick would be Directed the one to make Alex that movie. Jones. Oh, God. <laughs> Still better than Alan Smithy. Uh, so, folks, we're going to jump into uh, some of our talk about Ghostbusters in just a minute. We're also going to be talking about uh, a change. So last year, everything was doom and gloom. The world was over. We were never going to step foot in a movie theater. So they decided to make sure that all the films were released simultaneously on streaming and theaters, or and in theaters at the same time. And now they've changed it. So we're going to be talking about that in a moment. But before we get too deep into the show, aka these butthole topics, uh, let's see hmm. what the audience has to say. Now, Dion, I do have a super chat button. Oh, shit. Would you like to see it? Damn right. I'm going to show it to you. That is for Super Chats. So anytime we have a Super Chat we need to jump to, we just do that, and then we jump in. I like it. Uh, Well, not every Super Chat. Oh, God. I don't want a copyright strike from Disney. Anyway, our friend Roger H. says, Sorry I missed the part of Jesse's stream where I'm supposed to figure out how to claim my sticker. Jesse, would you like to help Roger H.? Oh, yeah. So you're just going to shoot me an email, me.mindlessentertainment at gmail.com to let me know where to send it. Uh, And if you forget what that email address is, it's on my community tab on YouTube. So you don't forget. Thanks for tuning in yesterday, Roger. And thank you for the super chat, Roger. Chaz Verno says, Stay Puff member berries has me concerned. Anyone else? Well, we'll be talking about Ghostbusters next. And uh, yeah, I find it interesting what they're doing. Member berries, this is the time where member berries are required to help you forget something recent but we'll get into that in a moment. Infinite Wander says, Jeff, you need to watch if the Emperor had a text-to-speech device. One of the funniest, sorry, one of the latest episodes has the finest politics you'll ever hear. You'll ever see. Rap battle! All right, let me take a picture of that Infinite Wander. Um, Dion. Yes. We're still working on our Warhammer stream, so folks that are, okay. li- that are listening, we're still going to make that happen. Uh, my living situation issue has kind of uh, put me a week behind across the board, so... I'm getting caught up with everything. So if anybody has any questions or anything they had talked to me about, uh, now is the time that I'll start to get back into it. And so also we have our friend TLJ Screwjob. I don't, this message bothers me. Uh, He says the, hold on, I know how to read this. The Empire pegs back. Mm. Combine the Uh, two, the Empire pegs butthole. Uh, (laughs) The butthole pegs back. Ooh. That'd be an interesting title. Ass to ass. Yeah. Where's Nick when you need him? At home washing his tights. Yeah, we're, we're having a week where we're talking about smut films and all this independent stuff, and our guy's not here. I feel... This motherfucker's uh, no. taking the week off. I know. Yeah. I fucking made it, and I can barely sit up. 
Well, our friend Jury Nitpicker uh, says, Breaking Butthole, Sweet Home Butthole. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't call it sweet. Uh, Doug Keller says, The Beehole Rider Anthem. <laughs> That's a, that's the unreleased DMX version, dude. I don't even want that to oh, be sen- uncensored. The Beehole Rider anthem is just a great name. <laughs> this is this shows off the rails. Uh, anyway, Leonardo da Vinci says, "Even yeah. WCBS, it's been a long week, and I'm ready for the weekend. Hope you're all doing well. Are we doing well? For the most part, I mean, outside of one of us is crippled, another one is dealing with some bullshit, and one just didn't show up. I think." We're we're alive and kicking, goddammit. We are. We are kicking. We're making it happen. We are. Uh, but Leonardo da Vinci, thank you very much. Uh, your artwork is my favorite. Uh, Doug Keller suggests, he says, they should make a Johnny Wishbone TV show. I'd watch that. He's a psychic from the island of St. Croix. There you go. And it's, and it's, it's hmm. like John Edwards, but different. Now, hold on. The Super Chat window yeah. just jumped in. <laughs> Wait. I feel like Johnny Wishbone's a little more credible than John Edwards. Well, yeah. I mean, if well, yeah. Kind of Johnny one, Wishbone one. knows he's full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let me just roll back a minute because uh, there we go. Now we're back on. So Runs with Phantom says, It's world-class buffalo time. I don't Dreary, like nit- Dreary Nitpicker <laughs> says, well, hello, WCBS. Well, Jeff, Mafex just sent me the blue suit Batman, so now I have both, but only paid for one. I don't know how, but I got a, I got good karma. Look at the Jew. I don't know, but I ain't complaining. <laughs> Bank <laughs> error in your favor, sir. Yeah. All I can say is congratulations. I wish I would randomly get a free uh, Batman figure from Mafex in the mail. Happy Passover. Happy Passover, says Jesse. <laughs> Somebody's looking out for you, buddy. <laughs> um. Dion, you yes, got sir. your Superman in the mail this week. How how has that been treating you, buddy? So good. I'm actually trying. I had to rearrange. I actually got to buy more fucking shells, but I had to <laughs> take some dudes down. Blade had to sit down for right now until I get more shells. And I, you know, right now he's 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 fighting Dark Side with the Mafex Dark Knight Rises Christian Bale Batman. Ooh, um, so I'm that's what I'm using right now. And then I'm you know since I got the fucking the Sovereign Knight, I'm thinking about getting that 112. Superman, but that one, fuck, I don't know. But I, I'm I'm super happy with it right now. They got their own shelf. They're battling Dark Side. I'm nerd nutting all over this motherfucker. I like um, how when Dion gets an action figure, he has to be like a head coach and decide who gets benched. <laughs> <laughs> the accuracy of that statement, sir. Sorry, Blade. You, you, you're just gonna have to you're gonna have to ride the pine on this one. We got to put yeah, Superman it's, in. It's nothing personal, son. Just you know, we got to put our best foot forward right now. I got Michael Myers in the mail this week, and I don't I saw um, that. Yeah, I don't normally buy Halloween shit, but this is legit, like amazing. So, for those who are collectors out there, folks, uh, the one sixth scale line tend to be pretty pricey. Hot Toys tend to run two fifty, Sideshow two thirty five, but this little studio called Trick or Treat Studios put out a Michael Myers at one hundred nineteen bucks, and I was like, this is gonna be shit. And I saw these pictures of it, I'm like, man, this does look like shit, but. I ended up finding some guy who laid it out. He says, Michael Myers doesn't look like shit in all these pictures. The pictures are shit because the lighting. So basically, I took a whole uh, study in action figure lighting this week, and then I ended up buying this Michael Myers, and it looks awesome in person. So, Dion, I'm uh, nerding out with you just thousands of miles away. Man after my own heart, I can dig it. Yeah. 
I just yeah, going for psycho killers instead, like Jesse said. <laughs> so hey, uh, don't we? We used to have a Michael Myers button, didn't we? There uh, he is. I don't think so. Oh yeah, there oh, he is. Yep, that's the yeah. one. Back when I didn't realize what the buttons could do. Oh, thank you. Our friend Klaus Dork says, "Howdy ho, WCBS crew! Almost a week at my new job, and it's going great." Booyashaka or Booyakasha. Well, congratulations, Klaus Dork, on your job. On your new job. Um, yeah, six one nine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Doug Keller says, "Question for Dion: What are your thoughts on the Lions trading for Jared Goff? Super Bowl bound?" <laughs> uh, you know what? If if I were a man of of jokes and hee hee and ha ha, yeah, sure. But you know, fuck it. They're taking a quarterback. You know, let Matt Stafford go and try to get a fucking ring. You know, get out of this fucking city of despair. Especially now, our fucking coach is one of those weirdos talking about we'll get knocked down and we're gonna fight on the way back up. We're gonna we're, we'll bite you out at the knees. We're gonna take you with us. It's like motherfucker, just tell me how to run a play. I was gonna bullshit. I was gonna ask you, is your head coach the lead singer of Chumbawamba, dude? He looks like he yeah. looks like fucking. Um, what's the dude from South Park, Kendo? Um, the coach. Fuck. Not P- is a PC principal. He looks like that fucking. Oh yeah. Oh PC god, PC principal. Yes. Dude, yeah. It's so fucked up. Like well, every time the Lions get some goddamn motivational speaker bullshit, old school football. We're gonna go down and take you with us. No. Motherfucker, get me someone who knows how to win fucking games with this bullshit. Those are grown men. This isn't fucking remember the Titans. I wish it yeah. was. And the Ford family came out and said that they were actually going to they were going to do the things that were right because uh, like the new late the new Ford took over and they were going to run it right Darn. and they were going to win and this and that and the other thing. But it's like I mean, if it, if anything, Dion Jared Goff is just a placeholder for for a year while they draft somebody. If there's anybody to draft, but I wouldn't worry about other people laughing at you, especially when they have to dismantle their entire team because they're in cap hell. Listen, my my black ass, I ain't gonna say nothing because the fact that both owners are about to be fucking dead, and now we got a new era of seventeen games. So this is we have another opportunity for a perfect fucking season, which you know the Lions and the Browns, are the odds-on fucking favorite to be the first to do that dumb shit. And they probably will, just to spite my stupid ass. They're staring at each other over the table, being like, oh, no, we're going to lose. No, 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 we're worse. We're going to lose. (laughs) Fuck you, just That's what they should do. That that should be like the NFL's uh, fallback plan for that 17th game of the season. It should historically every year automatically be Cleveland-Detroit, just to make sure that there's something on the line that game. 100%. And if Vegas was smart, they'd say they'd be offering odds Who's going to go 0 17 first, Detroit or, or Cleveland? But, you know, and listen, and they're probably going to steal it now. So I want the fucking royalties when that shit rolls in millions of fucking dollars. I would like that too. And a toilet made of solid gold, but it's just not in the cards. So, <laughs> nope. 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 Uh, so we also have our friend uh, Joseph Bienowicz who says, Hail to WCBS. Dion, we've got a horse for you. Uh, negative. Denied. Uh, he also says Buffalo Jeff reads "Go the fuck to sleep." Yes. I will. That'll be the next, the first book on the next that I order. And so, folks, what I'm, you know, what I should do is I should sign each one of these books, Buffalo Jeff, and just give them away. Oh, you should. Yeah, I got to get rid of these books somehow. Maybe that we'll do be a Patreon. We'll, tier. we'll do a Patreon tier thing. Yeah, uh, you can get the you book. Uh, sign Jeff book. The only reason I'm doing it is just to get rid of it from the house because I don't have space for all these oh, children's dude, books. I was getting. 
Maybe. Nothing read is sacred. Totally Nothing is sacred. Definitely read the Yiddish fiction. We'll do that. Thunder Robot says, "Okay, since we know, since we now know that hashtags work, let's start hashtag release the Schumacher Batman and Robin cut. Since we know the studio Johnsoned it." <laughs> uh, our friend Doug Keller says, "Handsome Jeff returns." Thank you very much, Doug Keller. And we're going to stop with the super chats there. We'll get caught up in a minute because there's a great one, but I don't want to derail the show just yet because it might break Dion's spirit. So we're going to take a little break. You're welcome. Now, so we are all Ghostbusters fans. That is not debatable. That is not up for question. That is really not even a deba- uh, topic. It's like, yeah, we are. It's just done. It's obvious. So yep. the new Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer has been, you know, it was fine. It was cool. But the clip that they showed with the little Stay Puffed Marshmallow people and uh, the state of Ghostbusters is what I want to talk about right now because nostalgia is fun. Nostalgia might be necessary this time, and I'm not making an excuse for a movie studio or anything, but I think Ghostbusters, uh, we're in an interesting discussion right now, or we can have an interesting discussion about Ghostbusters. So let me pull up this little image right here, and uh, we'll start. So, Kendo, uh, when you heard yeah. Paul Rudd was going to be in a Ghostbusters film, uh, what were your initial thoughts? Uh, you know that uh, gif of uh, Jonah Hill where he's, like, freaking out? That. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was like, oh my god, Paul Rudd's going to be in a Ghostbusters movie. This could be awesome. Dion, same question to you, buddy. I was excited. I was like, oh, maybe they're actually making decisions based on the desire to have the thing be fucking successful. Oh, okay, so they're actually going for, you know, commodities, proven commodities, and not bullshit they think people are going to want because it makes them seem like they're cool and forward-thinking. I'm in. Let's fucking do this. Paul Rudd and fucking Finn. Let's let's go, motherfucker. So Finn Wolfhard, that kid, I guess he could sell stuff, so good for him. Apparently. So I saw the clip like a lot of people did today, the, with the Stay Puft Mini Marshmallow people, men. Yeah, mini marshmallow men. That's what they are. And it was cool, it was funny. But it I started to read the comments. And so I'm thinking Ghostbusters Afterlife is kind of a an important movie on a twofold front. So it's got to be the movie that helps everyone forget about Ghostbusters 2016. And so what I think is about to happen is we're going to have another nostalgia fest on the level of the force awakens. But unlike Disney, who has a lot of different uh, franchises and, you know, fires or um, irons in the fire, Sony's really, they can't really fuck this one up. So what I'm hoping is they figure out the formula of how to like, do a callback movie without making it suck. I think that's what they, that's the most important thing with this because this is the last chance for the Ghostbusters brand. You mm-hmm. fucked it royally five years ago by trying to make it a feminist agenda piece with Melissa McCarthy and Paul Rudd, not Paul Feig, excuse me, and all these other people attached to the film. And now, five years later, you're trying to fix it. So this is the last chance. I've said this on the record many times. Ghostbusters has one more shot. And I really hope that this is it because you got Paul Rudd and you got. Uh, you know, maybe a few too many member berries, but you got to make people forget about the shit that came before it. So I think it'll be an interesting uh, discussion in November to, uh, to talk about this film. 100%. And, and, and again, I think, if anything, this puts to bed that whole notion that, well, the, the, the studio knows that they had a good property. It was the fans' fault. Like, no, now we realize that they now fucking know what a disaster the 2016 Ghostbusters was. So you can, you can, 
knock all that stuff out about you know Paul Feig being sandbagged or or, or the majority of the fans that went to that movie being sexist and the studio sabotaging it, put all that shit to bed. They have now pretty much admitted with this movie before, even before the iron curtain of, of uh, the, the, the beer flu coming down was that they messed up and they know they messed up and they want to make money off this property. And if you want to make money, you got to somewhat take it seriously. So yeah, um, that's what I love about this. And even though the trailer wasn't, wasn't um, didn't knock my socks off, you know, it kept up a legitimate, uh, excitement for a property that needs a W, you know, and that last one, no matter how you spin it, no matter how many times you share that picture of them at some school with a bunch of girls and promoting them to get into science, the movie <laughs> fucking sucked and it failed. And now yeah. we know that they know that they know that. Here's where I am optimistic. So I watched the little trailer thing here. I'm like, all right, that's that's kind of cool. Paul Rudd's involved. You know, I'm in. But then I saw an article in which Bill Murray was talking about being in this Ghostbusters movie. And he essentially said that he had a long conversation with Jason Reitman about the movie and what they planned on doing and that he's really excited and wants and really looking forward to being a part of it. So I'm like, if Bill Murray is in, then I'm feeling pretty good about where this is going. Yeah, I didn't know Bill Murray said that. So yeah, unless that was like a fake news article, which God, I hope it wasn't because I that made my day. But did you read it from We Got Discovered? Uh, no, and I didn't get it from my sources on Reddit. But oh. just say, <laughs> in the article, it talks about how he was because the, the, there's that story out there about how he's he hated Ghostbusters too. Well, it talks about that in there where he agreed to come back and do Ghostbusters too because he was under the impression it was going to be, you know, this other type of movie. But then when he got there, he realized it was he'd been lied to by the people in charge and that it was not at all what he was told it was going to be. And that's why he hated it so much. So the fact that, you know, he had a long conversation with Jason Reitman about making this movie and talking about what they were planning and what they were writing and what they wanted to do and that he was 100% on board with it. I'm like, perfect he's he was in he's making the movie that the fact that he came back to do it makes me think we're gonna be okay i enjoy the mini marshmallow men torture uh you watched the clip right where they cooked themselves essentially yes uh i love that they're now embracing this so this new ghostbusters film is going to be marketed to, to hell uh, you can buy this little action figure of a burning Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. I think <laughs> nice. I need 10 of these. That's awesome. That is hilarious. I will tell you this, Dude. though. I'm going to double my efforts to make sure Woke Busters is available this year so we can coincide with this fucked up movie. Dude, Dude. let's go. They're right, actually, they've re-released. Do you remember the real Ghostbusters toys? Yeah. They have re-released those because my buddy sent me a picture. And he was like, "Dude, check out what's at the store." And they've got they've got the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. He's not as big as the original one because I was like, "Well, that doesn't look as big as the one that I've got." But that's fine. I get that. But then you know, they're essentially they're doing what everybody else is doing, where like the Masters of the Universe and everything it, that's in the original look packaging, the original figures and everything, and uh, for the low low price of like fifteen bucks. Well, I uh, unbeknownst to most people, that is low key the cover design. Woke Busters, the back book. So I've been paying close attention to classic Ghostbusters stuff, especially the re-release. When we were out at Christmas time, uh, they had a few like weird ones at Walmart, but they didn't have the full team. I was like, if they got all four of them, I'll buy them today, but they didn't. 
Uh, speaking of comics, I forgot to mention, we have one right now on Indiegogo. Uh, dropped the link just a second ago for Stealing Solo. Uh, I guess our goal would be what? Two more backers for tonight, so we get the nice 7.30, then we're only 20 away from our next, uh, you know, halfway point. So, yeah, folks, we're shooting for two tonight, and uh, let's see if we can make that happen. The link is in the we chat. We want all the backers. We want, well, I was telling the uh, High Council, I was mentioning this in the High Council, guys, if we can move uh, a specific number of books, since we're a trade paperback, we will make the top 200. If we can move the exact same amount from the first campaign, we would make that list. Will they put us on the list? No, but we would qualify. So that's pretty cool uh, to make one of those lists. So hopefully Comicron will uh, index that success. Sweet. I do. Platinum record. Here we come. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Woke Busters is definitely misogynistic. I, I guess stealing solo is too. There are no women in the comic. (gasps) Oh no. But they're, they're on the cover. So I guess, you know, Ah, these things happen. Yeah, they do. I mean, story of kidnapping. You don't really worry about uh, inclusivity when you're trying not to go to jail. Right. There's there's <laughs> far more pressing issues at hand, like, you know, pulling off said kidnapping, getting away with said kidnapping. Uh, the part I'm really excited for, coming up at least, is recording the fucking audio drama. We've always wanted to make one of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all know. So I got to say, we're not done talking about Ghostbusters just yet because one of our favorite Hollywood icons has spoke up and compared the new Ghostbusters to his film, Kevin Smith. Of course he did. <laughs> did he cry? I'm so sick Probably. Of this dude. Well, would you, let's have a little fun at Kevin Smith. Expense. Actually, I don't know what he's going to say, so it could be cool. Kevin Smith compares Ghostbusters afterlife scene to his movie Yoga Hosers. I take back my ass. Director Kevin Smith Man, points out... And here I was excited to go to movies. <laughs> Dude, we had an opportunity to go to a movies pop-up and we fucking missed it. I'm pissed still. Yeah. It's popping up here on the 21st. You better go. Uh, I want to, but I'm afraid that I'm going to run into Kevin Smith. He'll be there crying. Well, if you do, hero, you're not supposed to meet your heroes. Well, look, if you run into him, just be extra careful not to give him a heart attack. We don't want to do it a second time. No. Be like, hey, remember that heart attack? You're welcome. I can't believe somebody blamed us. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty funny. I mean, when when why would you want to blame the dude who's been morbidly obese for the last 20 years? No, it's a bunch of people who said mean things about him on the internet. You know, In all honesty. Movies about dealing with that shit i i took it as a badge of honor it's because our channel the channel was way way smaller back then and it's like to think that this guy this well well known hollywood director had the time to come watch our video and then have a heart attack over it i was like wow that guy from ohio really pushed my fucking buttons that's all he can yeah. say <laughs> fuck that jeff hikes i know right of all people to get my name wrong boom fuck you kevin good callback by the way kendo thank you so uh, director Kevin Smith points out the similarities between the mini puffed scene in Ghostbusters Afterlife and the scene in his own movie Yoga Hosers. Smith's directing career has been long and varied, ranging from his 1994 self-funded indie breakout hit Clerks through his more commercial phase in the late 2000s, which saw him directing Bruce Willis in Cop Out. <laughs> what a winner. Smith has since moved back into self-funding and distributing his movies, including Yoga Hosers in 2016. Quick detour. 2016 must have just been that most fucked up year on record for movies. Like everything shit the bed in 2016. 
Seriously. That's when they shot The Last Jedi, so there we go. Uh, It it tracks. It's like poetry. It rhymes. Mm. (laughs) So uh, Kevin Smith uh, has tweeted out, and he goes, um, after the clip was was released, eagle-eyed Twitter user pointed out the similarities between the Ghostbusters afterlife scene and the Bratzi sequence in Yoga Hosers. Smith tagged in the original tweet, quoted it, uh, tagging Jason Reitman and playfully suggest the movie should have a crossover, asking if can my kids come over and play with your kids? Uh, you can read the interaction below. Uh, I think this is the only way I wouldn't see Ghostbusters after like this if this was a crossover with Kevin Smith. No. What if the only crossover is that they're busting the ghosts and it ends up taking them to like Leonardo, New Jersey, and they drive by the quick stop and Jay and Silent Bob are staying in there? That would be amazing. Okay, because that, that, that part, I'd be like, you know what? That cameo right there would work for me. The fucked up part is, like, if we made a movie, I'd want to put that in our movie. Like, I'd want Jane Silent Bob to pop up in it as a cameo, but, well, wishing one hand shit in the other. So, yeah, there is a lot of shit right here on screen. Yoga Hosers, I will, again, say, is my least favorite Kevin Smith experience ever. It's, it's bad on a different level. <laughs> my Kevin Smith can outcry your Kevin Smith. <laughs> Said no one ever. Said no mm. one ever. Oh, I, I would never claim Kevin Smith as my own, to be honest. Not today, no. that's for damn sure. Twenty years ago, maybe. So, do you think Ghostbusters Afterlife is going to be a big hit, or do you think it's going to be a flop? And that they're going to blame think- on. I think it's going to be a hit. I think, you know, especially if it's good, word of mouth is going to get around that, hey, this isn't Ghostbusters 2016, you know, and, and I think it'll, it'll probably start off slower than expected, but I think it's going to pick up, uh, and especially, you know, over the, the, the first two weeks of it being out, I think it's going to it's gonna get some traction. It's definitely going to make way more than the fucking 2016 when I'll tell you that. It's not going to be a loss of $70 million damn dollars. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> uh, this one will be, I hope this one's a hit. It To me, it just will spit in the face of what Paul Feig tried to do all those years ago. So every dollar this one makes, fuck you, Paul Feig. But at the end of the day, it's also Sony. So it's like, fuck us because we're the customers and they don't really, you know, nobody wins here. Either Ghostbusters is a fixed brand, but Sony wins for being a piece of shit or we get screwed over again. Yeah. What's the lesser of the evils? I mean, family that 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 right there that's the lesser of the two evils i don't know man i i, I think we want it to be successful mainly because of you know because of uh wolfhard and, and and paul rudd and and all that uh i can't remember who's playing the mom but you know it uh i think that's the lesser of two evils because it's successful for them and they and then paul rudd's got another successful franchise under his belt and people are reminded that this dude is bankable you know and then on the flip side of that, it's like, yeah, I don't, how how much of a W do you want Sony to have, and how much of a W do they deserve? And at this point, you know, especially with 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 the first one, and and then doubling down, and then on top of that, all, you know, all the bullshit they were starting with with the Spider Man film rights, and obviously the debacle that was the ama- amazing Spider Man franchise. Is like, does Sony deserve a win here? You know, and it's like, eh. If I, if I got to swallow that pill along with a Paul Rudd ring, I think I'll, I'll, take, I'll take it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd rather Ghostbusters be a really good movie to show everybody, hey, Ghostbusters is fully capable of having a great movie. Don't, for, don't, don't, don't remember that last one they tried trotting out there. 
Plus, I feel like Paul Feig would be very upset if this one is really successful, and that makes me happy. So I'm going to go with that one. Yeah, I like that idea. Let's break his heart. So, uh, there's one other piece of Sony news. I figured we could talk about this now briefly. So, we talk about every week a new streaming service. Oh, there's Paramount Plus, Peacock, Disney Plus, HBO Max. Well, time to hear about Sony. You guys ready to hear what Sony's up to? Absolutely. Sure. Not. Damn. Uh, don't worry. They're just going to Netflix. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> they decided to circumvent their bullshit. So uh, it looks like there's a new exclusive exclusivity deal with uh, Netflix and Sony. So right after the theaters, it looks like it's going to Netflix, which fine. I have Netflix. It's not a big deal to me. But if it's under some bullshit tier, then I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. So I mean, Marvel, I'm, I'm, you'll never have all your toys in one choy chest. <laughs> yep. That's sad. That's very sad. I don't think uh, I would even... If Sony had their own streaming service, it would be the old Spider-Man movies, Ghostbusters, uh, some James Bond, and a few other things. It would be as bad as Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, like, yeah, it would. It's shitty. Yeah, that that one is just... It just screams dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I just gotta put this on screen. Kevin Smith has his own streaming service. His eyes, LOL. Oh... <laughs> I mean, it fits. Yeah. I'll just say, I mean, say RIP carry the, the entire goddamn time. Right. Uh, yeah, Jet Sparks. I guess they do technically have Crackle. <laughs> they do have Crackle. It's still a thing. Yeah, it's free, which is. Yeah. I don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, it's free. Yeah, you can, you can get it right now. I mean, I don't, but yeah, you can. I don't have time for that bullshit. The one thing I've learned is how useless TV is today. When you have, on your phone, they give you Pluto TV. On the TV, they give you Pluto TV. When you pay for cable, there's so many crossover channels. It's like, why? Why would I ever pay for anything anymore? Because all the all the expensive cable channels over here are like the, um, the same shit you get on Pluto. So it's like, oh, you want to watch MTV? Well, you don't get regular MTV on this package. You get MTV U, and that's the same when you get on these other free platforms. <laughs> yep. Can we just get everything fixed? I mean, after the Peacock debacle with the WWE Network, uh, it shows that you should buy physical media. So, right? Maybe Dion, it's time to go back. We'll go back I guess and so. yeah. Uh, so let's catch up with the audience before we move on to our next topic. So where were we at? Uh, let's see, Cesario Japan, you were not next. We had oh okay, SH Rebels 08 had a request. Buffalo Jeff, seeing every breath you take for Dion. Oof. Well, I had these lyrics pulled up just to be prepared. What do you mean you had them pulled up? Every breath you take, every move you make, every bond you break, every step you take, I'll be watching you. I had to move the, spe- the headset further away. Every from single day, every word you say. Every game you play, every night you stay, I'll be watching you. I'm about to call the police. Oh, can't you see? Oh, okay. You belong to me. Yep. This is so uncomfortable. How my poor heart aches with every step. There's no way take. someone else is in driving. I can't believe people actually think this is like a love song, too. It's definitely not. <laughs> yeah. It's the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will say this though. That guy's Sting is extremely talented. Not only was he like a great recording artist, also did some movie roles, but he also was a fucking famous wrestler. Yep, so, had a real chance. I mean, all the hats that man has worn, that's just brilliant right there. Good for him. What do you think his greatest achievement in each field is? So in the ring, it's clearly when he fought Ric Flair, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That big Flair match he had where he won the title for the first time was probably that one. And then... Movie-wise, I'm going to say Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels because that's just that would be my favorite Sting movie because he's in that. And then, um, not Doom? No, <laughs> no. And then, um, I guess uh, favorite. I don't know. Just the Police had some good albums. I, I personally, I'm a big fan of Synchronicity. Right. <laughs> Does that have Message in a Bottle in it? Or on it? No, message in a bottle's on Regatta de Blanc, I believe. And the I name I were, just yeah. it hits us in the soul, Regatta de Blanca. Yeah. <laughs> Our friend Cesario Japan with a super generous super chat says a few streams ago you mentioned I've been a fan for years, but I don't know exactly when. If I recall correctly, the earliest stream I remember was when Dion fell asleep on stream, snoring loudly with Kendo and Nick laughing their drunk asses off. <laughs> drunk arses off, excuse me. Was uh, there in a show? Was it, you sure it wasn't a live stream? And like a movie? Uh, he's fallen asleep on the show before. I yeah, yeah Dion's fallen asleep on the show a few times. I think he was yeah. the first one to fall asleep on on the on the show. I, I specifically remember times waking up and then the show being over and everything clearly off and everything. So I, for sure, I, I'm willing to to bite that bullet. That being it said, was all a dream, God Dion. I'm gonna say I've fallen asleep on after hours a time or two. Yeah. I'm glad After Hours is now the Sunday Hangover. We just have much yeah. better shows. Now, Cesario Japan, I definitely... I know you've been listening at least since 2019. That's when I lived back in Cincinnati. But I'm pretty sure you've been around since 2018, which is what I consider our, like, relaunch slash fandom menace, you know, grouping and all that stuff. Really post-Last Jedi is when we really took off. So, yeah. I remember you for the long haul, so... I'm going to guess 2018 you've been around. Uh, if you can find an earlier time, then cool. But Kendo, you joined the show in 2017. So right. uh, a small window that it could have been that year. Yeah. August of 2017 is when I joined. This was a good time. Uh-huh. Booyaka, booyaka. <laughs> yeah. 619. Who's there jumping out? The sky, K E N D to the O. That's Kendo. It should have just ta- been Ray. Call me Ray Mysterio. But then again, most people that are adults are tall, too tall to be Ray Mysterio. Yes, yes. Most people over the age of fifteen are too tall to be. I think Ray Devin is too tall to be Ray Mysterio. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. Devin is taller than Ray Mysterio. Yeah, that's that's how I was as a kid. Thinking back, like, oh man, if I would have been a Rey Mysterio fan, you know, they say don't meet your heroes, but oh my god, it's Rey Mysterio, he's so little. (laughs) You would have frightened him. Oh, were you there when I scared Sin Cara? No, no, but I can't think that that's really difficult to do either. He seems like a skittish type. I never told you that story, Dion? No. Oh shit, okay, so uh, when I was down in Miami for WrestleMania 28, we're at the Fan Access and, you know, you can go up and get pictures with the wrestlers. Yeah. It was like a slow night. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to get a picture with Sin Cara because he sucks. 
So they did the countdown, and they're like, all right, guys, one, two, three. And I go, raw, like that, and throw my arms up, and he jumped. <laughs> did, did he immediately botch and get hurt? He did. He, that's why he doesn't wrestle anymore. Yeah. <laughs> ah, damn it, Jeff. You you mess him up again, even more so than his own entrance. I know. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so uh, we're caught up on those back super chats. We caught up on a couple of the B-hole rider anthems. Uh, we read the Johnny Wishbone TV show. And now we're caught up with Cesario Japan, who says, uh, PPG Reboot is a fine example of cosplayers doing better costumes than Hollywood. Remember Starfire from Titans? Pull up a dozen of better cosplays. Dude. They do look dumb. I don't know why you would make them look so generic unless it's to make... If, if this is one of those comedies, kind of like how they treated the Brady Bunch in the 90s or um, the Adams Family, those kind of like meta movies. If this is a meta movie about the Powerpuff Girls and the absurdity of it, it's a different story. But if this is meant to be like serious and it looks like that, then I'm kind of just out of it. But the cosplayers do it right. I'd, I'd argue cosplayers do Batman better than Batman right now. Uh, yes, the Ben Affleck suit is awesome, but I'm talking Robert Pattinson. That is the future. Ben Affleck is sadly the past. So cosplayers do it better there too, dude. Um, Dion, we've experienced some pretty cool cosplayers, and we've experienced some pretty bad cosplayers. Yes. yes uh, now, yes. the best one I've ever seen was this Jive Turkey who hugged Billy Zane. I'm a little biased. Uh, See, that was one no, of my favorites, actually. He was not a Jive Turkey. Billy Zane specifically asked. That's true. It's one of those there. moments where... The dude showed his character, whoever that hero was in that white meat, beautiful getup. Real hero. Real, real hero. Family, excuse me. Yeah, keep talking. They're, like, apparently, they're coming to take me away. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, man. Talking all that trash. Talking all that trash. You already almost took out Kevin Smith. You know, we can't have you yeah. get back at Sin Cara, goddammit. We got to we gotta put a stop to this bullshit. Apparently that was within the statute of limitation and now they're coming for you. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it is pretty funny when you, when you have channels like bat in the sun with their latest Batman YouTube film coming out with better iterations of the costumes than these gigantic studios. But again, that goes to show you that it's that whole, you know, Hey kids, look what we're doing. Says the old man in his ivory tower. Like, you know, they just don't, for some reason, you know, and I think part of it is that they're not fans, right? They're not people who watched it or grew up with it. And, you know, that Powerpuff Girls is, is is proof positive of that shit. They just, you know, it's just three girls in, in blue, pink, and green, right? And then we'll just make them a little bit older, a little bit thicker, and we'll call it a film. It's like, no, that's not how this shit works. You actually have to know what it is you're doing. You have to try and at least take it seriously that you're trying to make what you these people saw as kids, what they grew up with, what they became fans of, making it look real and legitimate, you know? And it's it's just, for some reason, so many people who get paid a lot of money can't get it right. Mm-mm. Now, speaking of somebody who has paid a lot of money, and some would say royally fucked up something huge, uh, Dion, I know your take on this, but Kendo, Joss Whedon, yay or nay, right? Which one? Not <laughs> <Thought> nay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, Kendo, or Dion, I know your answer. Yeah. So, we have talked about the Snyder Cut ad nauseum. I'm done. But... They're still trying to defend this movie. And I just wanted to read you this. Are you guys ready to hear this? Absolutely. Justice League writer told Warner Brothers to take his name off Whedon cut. 
It's an act of vandalism. <laughs> After watching the Whedon cut from the for the first time, Chris Terrio called his lawyer to get his credit removed. I didn't realize it was that serious. Did you guys? Hell no. no. But when it's the flavor of the month, you can't be the only one not getting the taste. Yeah. yeah. So do you want to hear this bullshit story? I do. So uh, Chris Terrio says, I was in L.A. at the time working on Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, Terrio said about watching the Whedon cut. I was on the west side of Los Angeles working with J.J. Abrams at the time, and I drove to the studio and I sat down and watched it a couple of weeks before release. I immediately called my lawyer and said, I want to take my name off the film. The lawyer then called Warner Brothers, and I told him that's what I wanted to do because the film had already been locked and sent to exhibitors. Removing Terrio's name from the movie would require new prints and copies of the movie to be made, and thus a release delay would need to take place. That's when Terrio decided against following through with his plans to get his name off Whedon's cut. It would be international scandal in a news story. So I shut up and I say nothing publicly, Terrio said. I've never said anything about Justice League since then, but the movie doesn't represent my work. Ruining my name would have created a whole wave of negative publicity that I think would have made the situation even worse for the actors and for all the craftspeople who worked hard on it, for all the kinds of people. But I'm awfully happy that Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League is the one that is higher up on my IMDb page. Of course. I didn't like you before, Chris Terrio, and now... Uh, Dude just gotta insert himself, you know. Just you know, he saw that sweet, sweet pie, and he's like, "Yo, I gotta, I gotta make sure my name's in." I'm gonna jump on and say, "Hey, I didn't, I didn't like Joss either, guys. Remember?" Which is, you know, like this. So you waited four years, but but whatever, man. Sure, it wasn't you either. It's ridiculous. Yeah, this whole like every time we talk about the Snyder Cut or Justice League in general, it's always controversial. Now, I mean, earlier in the week, Ray Fisher was opening his mouth again, complaining about Joss Whedon and saying how he treated Gal Gadot this way and all this. And it's, look, dude, everything about that movie, it's done. We, we saw it. It came. It went. Fans love it. Some fans hate it. Good for the people that wanted it. Good for the people that liked it. That's it. No more of this trying to guilt people or trying to make it. Like Chris Terrio, oh, I, I called my lawyer to have my name removed. Yes, it was that traumatic of an experience. Motherfucker, you should call to have your name taken off the Rise of Skywalker. That movie sucks more. I'm so tired of these people that make all the geek entertainment go, I wanted my name taken off because it's so terrible. You've made bigger atrocities. BVS, all the other shit that you worked on outside of Argo that I've seen has sucked. So Chris Terrio should have had your name removed from those too. But of course he didn't, right? So it, it and, and again, don't get me wrong. You know, if someone's being terrible or treating people poorly, particularly in the film industry, obviously we want them to be held accountable. But to use it conveniently when the Snyder Cut comes out, it's just ridiculous. You know, all of a sudden, all these writers and all these journalists and all these other outlets that supposedly are so unconventional and not afraid to use their voice are sure shit quiet early on but when it becomes easy when it becomes useful when it becomes a tool to further uh, a movie that just came out oh man all of a sudden all of a sudden i wanted my name taken off and yeah. i didn't say anything when it released because it was just negative publicity it would have been a scandal the, the subtle brag that he thinks him wanting his name off of of justice league would have been a stand a scandal speaks volumes to what this dude thinks of himself Right, which is beyond hilarious. Like, oh, it would have been an internet. They would have had to change everything. They, posters, da, 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 da. You think they would have done that for you? 
You you are so certain of that that you would have got your lawyers to sp- paid a lot of fucking money to get your name off the film before it was released. And you expect me to believe that shit? I have a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you, bitch. Take that somewhere else. And then since you're you were quiet, you were so concerned about how he was treating Gal Gadot. You know, one, if you were as much of a man as you think you are, you would have said something then. Two, you didn't want to hurt the release. It was released four years ago. So what you've been waiting to do the last four years? And three, again, conveniently after the Snyder Cut and all this praise and all this bullshit about how great it is, now you want to tell us that you took your name off of it? Get the fuck out of here, man. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, here's the attention you wanted, Chris Terrio. Yeah. Fuck off. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah. I'm, I'm so uh, happy that he got to speak his truth right now. Yeah, man. Speak, speaking your truth when it's convenient makes it far less impressive, Bucko. I can tell you that right now. You know, it's doing it when it's hard, when it's when it's the perfect time for it. That's commendable, but you doing it from the safety of your loft in Johannesburg, you know, doesn't mean shit to me. And it, and it really shouldn't mean to anyone else because it's just you posturing. You know, it's like a dude, like this, the 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 gusto to think that you doing this would have been an international scandal. God, you really want to be the famous dude, don't you? Holy shit. Well, he had his moment. He he's uh he's all dried up. Shoot. Screw that dude. Now, there's uh another one that I wanted to talk about in terms of a uh, superhero content. Uh Black Widow, they're trying to say that it's expected to triple its box office due to delays. Now, I think this sounds like corporate double talk, hoping people are going to all of a sudden be comfortable. This is kind of like one of those things like, hey, folks, it's going to make so much money. you got to be there. This doesn't come off as like a natural organic thing because, you know, maybe I'm this bigot, crazy person. So maybe I should just, you know, jump off the bridge or whatever. But like when I see Black Widow, I don't go um, or when I'm thinking about things I need to do as the world opens up. Black Widow is not number one on my list. I didn't go, you know, I didn't hear, oh. Things are going to open up in April. Black Widow time. I don't think Black Widow is on everyone's mind as much as Disney would like to promote it. There are other films that people are currently talking about. There are other things people are talking about doing, like, I don't know, going outside. So when I see this article, look, I get it. It's PR. It's spin. You want to build this up. I still say this movie's too little too late. I'm interested. I'm going to go see it personally because I like most of the MCU flicks. I just, I don't think this is going to work because... It's too late for her character. The inconsequential nature of Black Widow. I mean, she's dead. We saw the movie. Well, she's not dead. Any- well, we'll talk about that later, too. But do you think this movie is going to make uh, $170 million opening weekend because of all the delays? Do you think that's a valid reason? No. I mean, it's going to do well, but it's not going to. It's It's just, you know, obviously they're doing this because right now they're trying to stay more relevant than Justice League. I understand all of that. Um it's just weird because you know you're Marvel, you had Avengers. DC is trying to copy that and have their Avengers moment in your face, and here you are trying to promote Black Widow as if it is Avengers. It's like it's not, you know, it's gonna be successful, but it's just it's not gonna be this giant blockbuster record-setting success. And it's just weird watching them try and make it this 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 phenomenon. It's like, guys, yeah, I want to see the Black Widow movie, but I'm. I'm not as excited as I was for Avengers. So just just cool it. Yeah, it was a it was a once in a lifetime thing. 
Oh. WWE knows all about that. Right. Shit. Thrice in a lifetime. <laughs> Terry must have had a brain fart during the rise of Skywalker. Should have actually hit on that. That's an aneurysm. Uh, so, you guys aren't following Captain, sorry, Winter Soldier Falcon, correct? You guys aren't following that show? I'm fine. We, I'm we're going we're gonna to binge it this weekend. Oh, okay. You'll, I think you'll like it. I think it's a good show. Uh, I hear people talking about how it shit the bed. I don't think it shit the bed, and I really don't think it's, uh, you know, bad yet. If it gets bad, that sucks. But as of now, I've liked everything. Zemo's fun. This is so much better than WandaVision. It makes WandaVision, Captain Marvel, and uh, Avengers Endgame and Spider-Man Far From Home. Those like that era of Marvel stuff, I didn't like any of it. This is the first time I'm watching something that I'm into, which is nice because nobody wants to watch stuff that sucks. Right, obviously. That would be preferred if it weren't that way. But but yeah, man, it's just weird. You know, this is what you should have gave effort in over Captain Marvel. So them like backtracking that is just is incredibly weird. It's weird why like I don't know, man. Like like clearly the time to push Black Widow would have been right before Endgame, not Captain Marvel, just because you needed a MacGuffin. So it's it's uh it just comes off as so disingenuous. Like this could have been a natural build, natural excitement, but now it's just this weird manufactured, Hey, this is what we meant to do. Like, no, it's not what you meant to do. You made the wrong decision. And now you're kind of paying for it just because you want to compete with the Snyder cut. Now do me a favor. When you binge it this weekend, let me know what you think of the bank loan scene, because I'm seeing a lot of people talk about it and I didn't take away, take it away. Or I didn't take the scene the same way. A lot of people uh, did. Uh, there's a lot of talk about him being denied a blank bank loan because of his skin color. And I didn't really pick up the racism of that scene. Like some people are saying it was like, he's like, I'm on your side. You're a hero and all this other shit. It was kind of like a shitty situation that played on. Is it racism? No, it's not racism. So it's kind of one of those weird meta situations. Do me a favor and just tell me about that. Scene. I will. I will. I'll keep you posted. Because I, I think a lot of people want the show to die on that, but I don't think it's that show yet. Right. We got to watch it all. If it is, believe me, I'll be the first one to be like, motherfucker, you ruined this one too. But not yet. So Black Widow, uh, yeah, good for Black Widow. I wish Scarlett Johansson wasn't, uh, I wish her character didn't die. But if you watch the Loki trailer, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's her in it. I, I like it. I, I like her too. Mm-hmm. So Warner recently has confirmed plans that traditional theaters are returning in 2022. Are you guys so excited? I mean, <laughs> I mean it'd be nice. to see Black Widow. <laughs> I know, right? I can't I can't wait to give Disney all the monies of Zero. Yeah. I'll be out of town for Loudy's wedding during that movie. I'm not worried. <laughs> if I see it, I see it. When I get back, uh, then I'll watch it. Who knows? Maybe I'll see it with you guys. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. I like the way you I mean, we so. could. Yeah. So, if everything goes back in 2022, do you think that HBO Max will take a huge loss? Because how many people signed up for the day one theater and day one streaming? Yeah, I, I, I think it does take a huge loss. I mean, it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be as j- drastic as when, you know, HBO lost uh, after the season finale of Game of Thrones, but it's going to be pretty, it's going to be pretty drastic. I think we're going to be, I'm um, grabbing another beer. It's definitely going to be sharp. You know, it's gonna be noticeable too, because it's like, hey, 
I'm not paying 15 bucks a month when I can see shit in theaters now and only spend 20, you know? So it's, uh, I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's definitely going to be interesting. Yeah. I don't think it'll take a humongous loss just because of all the stuff that's still available on HBO max, like all their old shit and everything like that. But, um, I don't think they're going to get as many hits because there's going to be a lot of people that are that may not have been like regular theater goers that will go back to the theaters as soon as they're all open again just to have something to fucking do that's different. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I just want them to make better movies because Warner Brothers has disappointed me. And if, if Mortal Kombat sucks, I'm going to be heartbroken. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it is interesting. Everybody is, uh, they're very much hinging on this early summer spring release, you know, cause this is going to make a break, especially with this mass exodus back into the theaters. But uh, yeah, man, if we, if we, if we see some early losses, there's uh, the file's going to be pretty significant, man. I, it is, it's very interesting seeing the corner that so many studios have put themselves in. Yeah. I think it was just a, a stupid preemptive move. Yeah, I want, I want to know how much money uh, Disney lost over the pandemic and what they're going to do to fix it. I hope nothing. Well, I mean, they'll they'll, they'll sh- shove some bullshit out quickly just to get asses in seats. Well, yeah. they always do. That didn't make any sense to me. Like they're like, oh, well, all these movies instead of come out in theaters, <clears throat> we're just going to put them on these streaming services that you can get. It's like I get that they're like trying to mitigate the loss that they would take if they never released it in theaters, but at the same time, it's like. Did they think that this would that theaters would just never open ever again? Because that's just asinine if that was their thought. It's like that's never it's never going to be like that. So you can sit on that movie. Yeah, you're not getting the return on investment right now. But I mean, how often do movies get made and they sit in can for a couple of years before they finally get released? Yeah, I don't I don't think that they that they thought that theaters were never going to come back. I just think that they were uh, just in such a knee jerk reaction mode that they that they thought an additional 20 30 40 dollars to an already subscribed uh customer was a good idea you know i I think everyone was hopeful that that um that theaters would be back but you know i think their rush to have a response clouded the legitimacy of that response so instead of saying hey you know, let's just release it on the services, maybe lower the price for first time members to spike up some memberships. They're like, no, we'll have people who are already spending nine, 10, 11, $12 pay an additional $30 to watch this one thing once. You know what I mean? So I, you're not wrong. Just deviate a little bit to the right. Cause there's, there's definitely, like I said, no way that they believed theaters were going to be over forever. I, I just think last year everyone was just running around with their head cut off like a chicken. Like, oh my god, the sky is falling. What are we gonna do? And now, mm-hmm. this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna everything's gonna be fine. <laughs> like movie theaters, yeah, you're gonna have some stupid changes in the beginning, but people will go. People will watch it. Uh, big budget movies will get made. They'll suck still. They'll still be good ones. But and I'm happy to be able to say this. Like, ah, should I go back to normal? Because I like the way things used to be. Uh, mm-hmm. Sitting around just sucks. Uh, luckily, we can do the show as normal, but I mean, how many times would we have hung out if everything didn't shut down? For sure, a lot, sure, a lot. You know, so and, yeah, and and listen, I think a lot of those um, reactions were warranted because it was a crazy fucking time. But you know, it just you would think that there. And again, I think that goes back to what we were saying when this all started. Like just to see how many of them weren't prepared is 
it's it's even funnier now because now everyone's trying to get back, you know. So it's it's I don't know. It's been it's been an interesting ride. That's for damn sure for for theaters and these studios. Yeah, dude. Speaking of uh, interesting, aka whatever, I can't believe it's been a fucking hour into this show. This feels like a long show already. It's only been an hour and twelve minutes. Can you believe that? That's that's pretty nutty. Yeah, I'm just like shit. A lot of topics to cover tonight, so. Uh, let's get caught up with the audience real quick, and uh, we'll jump right back in. So uh, Jada Becca says, I've wanted to say this for weeks, but every time I hear a car audibly go by, I say family. Go on a horse riding date with Mannequin, Mr. Green, LOL. Damn. We, we have conditioned the audience, man. Just anytime they hear a car, family, family, yeah. family. Love it. Yeah. I want every time someone hears a car, they <laughs> I like that one. That's the one that broke Comics Division on the High Council this week. I'm happy oh, yeah. that uh, people like the Jamram button so much. That's awesome. It's a great button. It is. Uh, when we get to uh, our last topic of the night, when we talk about WrestleMania, I got a wrestling button, so I'm excited. Oh, good. So, uh, let's see. Back to the audience. Uh, Jada Baca says, Also, what are your all's opinions on Psycho Sid? I ask because he's always been my favorite since our old neighborhood backyard wrestling group 20 years ago. Ooh, this is a fun one. What do you guys think about Psycho Sid? I love well, him, and I love how terrible he was. But at yeah, the same time, I was no. Say, <laughs> I was say, he, it was like a love-hate thing. Like When he was on, he was great. But other times, it was just like, what the fuck is he doing? I mean, I will say this, though. He may be half the man that I am, but I've got half the brain that he does. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to pull up one of his fucking clips. But I don't know. No, that was that's Lex Luger. That's Lex oh, Luger when he was at the, at the Slam Verse yeah. or whatever. It was. Super Brawl uh, Saturday. What is that? I don't know. And your t-shirts are too tight, Billy. <laughs> No, you're thinking of good old Sid, where it's like yeah. Sid tonight is facing the champion. Yeah, just a, oh, sorry, sorry. Can, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Sorry, sorry. We're live. Uh, uh, I found uh. it. Hold on, I'll play it real quick. It's only like eight seconds long. Uh, this is uh, this is for you, Jada Baca. Since you ask, what's our take? We'll uh, we'll give you our take in just a second. So here you go, folks. Let's have fun at Psycho Sid's. <laughs> uh, where's the fucking full screen? There we go. Wait. Oh, shit. There you go. My, he belongs on that list, too. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps you can't take it. That uh, You can't take the punishment that Diesel will give you tonight. How do you address those skeptics? Well, the skeptics and all the people have a little bit of... Let me do this again. Oh, it's live, Hal. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, that, my that, God. That psycho said in a nutshell. That and his randomly just fucking flaking out to go play softball and you know not show up to events yeah why would you go play softball instead of going to fucking wrestlemania like, i don't what, know he's just a weird tight. dude he's just a weird dude oh, he is fuck. a weird dude yeah he is. lovable lovable but still weird yeah i can't believe he was world champion that is, he had I the mean, look. He, I was just gonna say, he had the look, dude. That, that's and that's pretty much it. <laughs> Remember, this is the guy that that re- re- would rather quit than actually submit to a drug test. <laughs> Didn't he get stabbed by Arn Anderson? Yes, because yeah, he got into a fight. They got into a fight, and 
him and Arn took turns stabbing each other with scissors, and Arn almost died. Yes. That's the most fucking wrestling thing ever. God, this sport is weird. I love it. Yeah. I won't show the uh, him breaking his leg. You need I to show him breaking his leg. Yeah. No, because I think I think you get a, no, I think you get a flagged thing on YouTube, so I don't want to risk it. But Dude, like, the best part about that whole whole thing is psychos. Anybody that's ever watched wrestling for more than ten minutes back then knew that Sid was not a come off the turnbuckle type of wrestler. <laughs> he was just a brawler, power moves, big man type of wrestler. But for whatever reason, they wanted him to go up on the turnbuckle. He got up on Brett's rope and he goes to do the fucking flying big boot thing lands snaps his leg like a fucking twig and not only is he laying there completely down and in pain scott steiner hat because there's our boy scott steiner again the gamer that he was is like we have to finish this match he doesn't just pin him just to get it over with. he pins him and hooks the leg for effect it's like you gotta be <laughs> fucking kidding me listen Scott Steiner, consummate professional, baby, and plus, it, and I want to say because he he specifically said no, he didn't yeah. want to do it. He's like, I'm gonna get hurt, and fucking Bischoff, no, you're gonna be fine, kid. You'll be fine, kid. And sure enough, sure, to, dude, for a dude who had the look, we're talking about arguably the most unathletic big man in the history of the fucking business. Dude comes down on one leg. Name one motherfucker you know that jumps. Being that heavy to one fucking leg, and goddamn, sure enough, my man Psycho Sid found a way. Yeah, he's he and he didn't even just bend at the knee as he came down too to absorb. He straight legged that thing, and that's straight why that leg it. just went snap. You know, every time they said, "Well, he played football," I'm like, "Are you sure? Was he <laughs> was he there? Did he did he suit up or was he a manager? Because we need to straighten this shit out real fucking quick, there, Dusty." There we go. There's the foot. Fuck it. <laughs> Dude. Yep. <laughs> ankles don't listen, stand to that way. Listen, no. ladies and gentlemen, that's not even the ankle. That's high up on his leg. That's the Yeah, fucking... dude, that was fibula and tibia. Yeah, that shit was in a, in a place where, like, normally people subconsciously know not to put all their weight on. But goddamn, the psycho said the athletic freak that motherfucker was found a way. And he's got big ass boots on. So even his boots were like, nope, ain't shit we can do here, player. Your leg broke. Yep. Uh, and I think that was the end of his wrestling career too. I don't think he wrestled anymore after that. I think he was. I want. I, I think you're right. I think he, that was his last match until I think he, he was pretty much for, done. Yeah, for Legends Night or whatever it was, where they got to beat up on Heath Slater. I think that was the next time he wrestled. Yeah. Um, Doug Keller says, Jeff, how would you feel about a Lord and Miller Beverly Hills Cop movie? I'd like it because they did a great job with Twenty One Jump Street. Yes. That, that's one of my favorite movies. That's one of my favorite comedies of the 21st century. So, yeah, those guys have not disappointed me enough that I would have any issues with that. Actually, Mine's I really like that idea, Doug. Mine's Happy Gilmore. Oh, it is the greatest movie of the 21st century. I mean, I feel honored that the show, <laughs> this show gave that film that moniker. Thank you, Phil. Yep. Thank you, Phil. You've, you've done it again, my man. Um. Jay DeBaca wanted to clarify. Says I was Psycho Sid in our wrestling group. Yes. Oh. Please tell me you guys reenacted the injury too. Yeah. Did you flake out to go play softball? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do it. You'll be fine, kid. <laughs> Here, I'm gonna reenact the leg. It was just like that. Yeah, yeah pretty much. There's a lot of floppage where it shouldn't be. Yeah, oh yeah, you, you can go look it up. Video. I dropped the link in the chat for anyone that wants to watch it. Yes. 
Oh, so goddamn ridiculous. Oh. From the second rope! Oh! Oh! <laughs> uh, so, we're going to move on. By the way, folks, uh, we changed the goal one more, actually, because if we move one more book, guys, we'll pass the, uh, the 45K mark. So that'll be a big thing for tonight, and it'll get us closer to the damn audio drama. We should record it and just, like, leak a little bit of it out. And then if it only gets made for us, it's just for us. Yeah, Tony Schiavone agrees, too. Yeah, good for you, Schiavone. <laughs> uh, Joseph Bianowicz says, Dion's Nightmare, a female centaur with Sigourney Weaver's upper half and Buffalo Jeff's voice. Mm. Dude, don't even... Fuck you. <laughs> You've ruined his year. Good job. Um, I have good news for you, Dion. I don't feel like it. Uh, Hercules, the legendary journeys is available to stream. My man, we got to get drunk and watch it for old time's sake. Got to introduce that woman to the legendary journeys. Damn right. That is the best nineties show. Maybe ever. I love it. It is so fucking nineties. It is a pure time capsule of greatness. Thank you, Kevin Sorbo, even though you're a crazy person. Runs with Phantoms has a question for you, Jesse. Jeff, can you ask Jesse for me if she's ever had potent Jewish moonshine before and if she knows what the heck and what it was made from? I can't say that I have. Uh, I cannot honestly say that I have. I just I can't imagine like a rabbi blessing a still out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Man, that'd be pretty awesome. It would be. Kosher what? moonshine. I mean, why not? They have kosher almost everything else. Yeah. Now, this is a great question from a friend, uh, Rob Brandt, who asked, what were our thoughts on the Batman The Long Halloween trailer? Now, I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch it. I, I did not. I saw that. I put it on my watch later. I'm going to pull up the uh, picture from it because I think, based on the trailer, Rob, this looks like one of the neatest DC animated features in a while. I'm really digging the art style. I love, thick, I love the thick black line art because normally everything looks like a fucking anime where it's got the thin lines and the, the, the digital coloring to make it pop. But there's a lot of heavy uh, blacks, a lot of uh, dark shadows good contrast in this so this is cool when you watch this trailer uh, it moves fairly fluidly i mean it's whatever this budget is but i like seeing animation that doesn't look like anime it looks like a comic book come to life you could switch the angles of this and it would look or you could just put word balloons and it looks just like a comic book so i hope dc invests more into this technology to where we can essentially get an animated version of whatever comic book and it looks just like that comic book in motion. So if you wanted to say adapt uh, a John Byrne Superman story or an old Neil Adams Batman, it will look just like Neil Adams drew it with the thick lines here and this and that. Like I hope that's what DC's working towards because if they can do that and they keep their shit streaming like they do now, Marvel's going to have so much trouble keeping up on that front because anytime they try to respond with an animated project across the board, it sucks. DC is the only company that can consistently produce good animated features. Well, even when Marvel does good ones, the few and far between, they go in a different direction instead of just going with what worked, you know, and, and DC has the best uh, track record of not throwing the fucking rod in their bike spokes when they're ahead, you know, and it's, it's, it's refreshing, man. Cause you know, outside of a couple ones that didn't look great, the vast majority of DC stuff is just phenomenal. I've had a lot of fun with it, man. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the, off the top of my head, the only one I can think of is Batman uh, versus Ninja Turtles. That one just looked a little weird. But other than that, the rest of them looked fantastic. Now, I had a question. The Elvira thing that I had sent was for Nick. Should I share it or wait for next week? Ooh, wait to, from next week. I want to I want to see his response. I want to see okay. his response. Yeah. Then that's for next week then, folks. Uh, it can wait. It's worth it, though. Trust me. It's worth it. Next week on World Class Bullshitters, what yeah. is Nick going to do and how hard does he get? <laughs> I don't know, Dion. I don't think you're the one that's going to be making those jokes. <laughs> <laughs> very true very true you ain't lying motherfucker uh, let's see um so uh dream nitpicker says where'd you guys get your mafexes from tell jess thanks so dream nitpicker says thanks jesse no problem uh dream nitpicker i buy my mafex figures from big bad toy store or ami ami in japan uh, traditionally i would go to ami ami because you pay much less but with some of the quality control issues i've had uh, if I buy them from Big Bad Toy Store, I can just return them and get another figure instead of trying to go back and deal with a Japanese distributor. So that's how I operate. Dion, do you have any Mafex figures? And if so, how do you buy them? Yeah, uh, my Mafex, I've got a couple of them. And um, I get mine from Big Bad Toy Store, actually, too. I've heard about that through uh, through Jeff. So that's my biggest, uh, my my most reliable source of getting my Mafex stuff. And even then... My only other way is getting it in person. So I'll get them specifically from comic book stores. Obviously, Jeff was there when I bought. I think he's been there through a lot of my purchases, obviously, is in person, you know? So, because outside of Big Bad Toy Store, the only other people that supply Mafex stuff that I trust are the actual comic book stores. Yeah. Uh, folks, if you're going to buy anything from a Japanese import company, buy. I, I recommend you pay the slight upcharge to get the American company to provide it to you just so they can take care of your returns because trust me it's so much easier and some of these things are a little fragile uh my cyclops laser blast you like i blew uh, i breathed on it and it just fucking broke so uh 007 cloud says sweet butthole of mine (laughs) (laughs) if i was a singer i would start uh singing these songs but oh wait Oh, oh, God oh, damn it. sweet butthole mine. So oh, 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 sweet love of now mine. Now you get closer. Now you, you sound closer. I don't know what you were Dion, doing. I can't get much closer than I am. I'm in the woofer. I don't want you to be. Family, thanks. <laughs> Adam Cole, baby, drive it by your fucking house. Try to fuck up our <laughs> He's show. not a nice guy. <laughs> uh, Dream Nitpicker says, I don't know where that Batman came from. I was express shipped from Japan, so I don't know. I'm still waiting on my Superman, and it's still on its way. Dion, what dark side are you using? I'm looking for one. Um, I got the uh, Mezco 112 dark side. Oh, you bought uh, that? Yeah, I did. I did. Is on one? Yes, it is, man. And even that, you know, a lot of people, which I kind of disagree with, actually, aren't a big fan of the "quote unquote" the skirt. But the mother box actually feels like metal. His his foot gauntlets are fantastic, you know. And obviously, you get one of the faces is him shooting the omega beam. So I, that's the one I suggest. You're gonna pay a little bit extra for that, yes. But it is, it's a beautiful figure, dude. And obviously, the the size of the cape are magnetic. They do a lot of magnetic shit with this figure. So Ooh. that's what I would suggest, sir. I can't wait to come over and check it out. I'm a little jealous. Dude, I literally, as we were talking, 
I because I was trying to like I said I was trying to decide between I ended up obviously going with my Mafex Dark Knight Rises Batman, and I, I'm so happy with this right now. They got their own shelf. They fight in Dark Side. God damn, buddy. God Send damn. me a picture later, dude. I will. I will. <laughs> uh, so there you go, Drew. We need a sponsorship deal with a toy company. Oh, seriously. Toy line. Uh, what up, Pop Culture Minefield? How you doing, man? Uh, we need all of these things. So, uh, folks, <laughs> see, I, I'm very happy for Ethan that he has Cyber Frog figures because I'm like, dude, that's that's it. That's the dream, the action figure. You know, Todd McFarlane had Spawn, and then he had a million Spawn figures. I think. Did you get that Kickstarter Spawn figure, Dion? I was going to, but if it, if if I yeah, I didn't. I should have pulled the trigger on that. I don't have anything but nice things to say about Todd McFarlane as a creator, a businessman. I just don't like your articulation on your toys. I get it. You don't like articulation, dude. That's kind of why I buy toys, though. If they don't move, I am buying them. I just right? want a spawn figure that bends at the fucking elbows and the knees, please. Uh, our buddy Dixon Cider says, I'm going back for it now. Uh, for repayment, make Dion open his gift live. Oh, he's going to back it now. Dixon Sider back to the comic. Thank you, Dixon Sider. Uh, awesome. Now, Dion, it, we'll, we'll open it up, and and that'll, that'll be your little reward. Is we'll open it up and and film my reaction. Yeah, uh, it's going to be funny to watch a man's spirit break on air. Oh, great! Yeah. That, that makes me so all sad. around me are familiar faces. <laughs> Jesus. Space Monkey 0899 says, if you're looking for TV, looking for a TV and can't find it on streaming or torrent, try eBay. I just found an entire series really cheap here. Or really cheap. Nice. Yeah. Kendo, TV what's the most recent uh, box cheap. set you bought? Um, Most recent box set I bought. Uh, fuck, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I haven't bought any. I haven't bought anything in a really long time. DVD or movie wise. Uh, I, I couldn't tell you. Dion? Uh, when I got the, um, as your mid puff, I got the Godzilla Toho collection. That was the last box set that I got. I'm thinking about getting the Sydney Portier, Richard Pryor, uh, comedy collection. I think I'm just gonna pull the trigger on that, but yeah, my Godzilla, ironically enough. When did you become such a classy bitch? Listen, man, you know, hanging out with my peeps, you know, I, I, I'm i in my 30s and I got to set my game up. I got to have a reputation. You know, I got I got the thick white woman, but I got to get the toys to go with it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we on the Ascension, man. Me and you, we's on the Ascension. I, Dude, I agree. Um, I got to say, though, you and I are both lucky. We have significant others that support the collecting hobby. Well, you know, look at our significant others. They're both nerds a damn self. Mine, That's true. Mine, That's along with me, loves fucking musicals and shit. And she, she was, you know, she's a Harry Potter girl. Yours is in fencing. You she know likes Harry saying? Potter too. And she's a Harry Potter fan. And you know, she sad for her to be a, a, a Philly fan. But you know, we, you know, <laughs> you gotta find, you gotta find them good thick nerds. You know, they, 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 they put up with your shit. And they, it'll take part too. So you know that's that's Uncle Dion and Uncle Jeff's relationship advice for the night. Dude, last night Jesse and I had a long in-depth discussion on wrestling, and I was like, "How long have you been watching this shit?" And she's like, "A year." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I introduced you to it." <laughs> <laughs> the shit she said about Roman Reigns and Vince McMahon. I'm just like, "What the Dude. fuck? How did you figure this out?" Dude, so, it's been going I, on for I a long time. Like that. That is yeah. hilarious. 
How long you been watching, girl? About a year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yes, thick is healthy. We we definitely agree. So, um, D- Doug Keller says, is Stealing Solo similar to the Scorsese film The King of Comedy, which is a great movie, by the way? Uh, let me uh, make sure I'm going to read that quick. I would say it's probably clo- closer to Suicide Kings mm-hmm. with Christopher Walken. <laughs> uh, in my mind, it's similar to Ruthless People. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, let's see. The King of Comedy. Oh, what's it about? Uh, you know, I have to check it out. I mean, I've never seen it and it was not the inspiration because I've only seen a handful of Scorsese flicks. Uh, but I want to watch this. I have to check it out. Why is it the list, Jesse? Uh, Runs with Phantom says, Theory's tears are better than Kevin Smith's tears. Uh, Star Wars Theory's tears, you mean? Yeah, well, at least... Okay, I've never seen Star Wars Theory cry outside of the Luke Skywalker thing. That, you know, like Spider-Man says, everybody gets one. I've seen Kevin Smith cry over a cheeseburger or a lack thereof. So, Mm. yes, I'll give Star Wars Theory the the thumbs up. Your tears are more justified than Kevin Smith's. Adam Walford says, hey, I suggested a watch party for Hell's Reach, a Warhammer 40k film here on YouTube, but it must have been a drunken watch. But it must be a drunken watch, so I will also send the audiobook to you, Jeff and crew. All right, Adam, we can do that. Um, Piece of paper. Okay, pen. I'm just taking a note because I keep shit around. Let's see. Drunk watch schedule. Okay, so we're going to start. Are you guys still available next week for Mortal Kombat like we had talked about? Yeah, I'm not doing anything on the week of the 16th. All right, cool. So then I guess next Saturday, because we had all figured that was the original time, uh, Mortal Kombat, folks, we're going to do a double drunk watch party. We're going to watch the new one, and then we're going to watch the old one. Because I I don't, you know, I want to watch the new one fresh and not be, you know, blown away by the other one and being, you know, disappointed the entire time. So we'll drink. Uh, That'll be available here on YouTube for fun. We can, uh, anybody can watch the movie along at home, but we'll give you guys the exact time uh, over social media. It'll be next Saturday. So there we go. Uh, Screw by Steak says, Sup, bullshitters. Jeff, thanks for the very inspiring high council. I've managed to get a lot more work done on some writing projects since then. Screw by Steak, thank you for everything you do for us. And like I tell you, folks, just keep working towards your stuff. Uh, it'll happen. Uh, one more, and then we'll jump back into the show. Rocky, the intergalactic woke slate, says, Speaking of Sony, did you know that Sony is getting their own theme park? Did you guys hear about this one? I nope. thought that was still a rumor. I didn't know it was confirmed. I read an article about it. I'm going to pull it up because it's it's interesting. So where do you think a prime location to open a Sony theme park is? Uh, Utah. Boston, Massachusetts. Oh. Okay, oddly specific, and it's only going to be open for, what, four months out of the year? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'd get, my guess is Florida. You know, try to jump in on that uh, theme park thing, watch it put it in, like, Jacksonville or some shit, which would be hilarious. Yeah. Texas. Uh, but, yeah, in Taxes, yeah. I mean, I would 100%. My first bet is Florida. So, Columbia Pictures to open Aquaverse theme park with rides inspired by Ghostbusters, Jumanji, and more in Thailand. <laughs> Not what I was thinking, but what? okay. What? 
Located in Thailand's seaside town of Bangsaray, the upcoming uh, tourist spot has been titled Columbia Pictures Aquaverse. It's expected to open up. Okay, can't speak. Sorry. It's expected to open this October. COVID be damned. Aquaverse isn't being built from the ground up. Instead, an existing amusement park is being retrofitted with IPs from Sony-owned Columbia Pictures. Sony is only licensing its brands, which have inspired attractions in other theme parks, such as Universal Studios in Orlando and Motion Gate in Dubai. So yeah, Thailand. When are we going? Uh, let's book it. Never. Yeah, I, I I like your idea, Kendo. Never. I need water. Hold on. It's definitely Thailand is definitely not on my list of places I would like to go. If I still hung out with Joel regularly, yes, it would be. Because... Well, there's a reason for that. Yeah. Oh, uh, also, when I was reading the article about this Aquaverse, I have really good news, guys. Fast and the Furious 9 has been approved for a release in China. Isn't that awesome? Oh, oh my God. I'm so glad it's another win for the good guys. Well, Universal's Fast and Furious 9 has passed Chinese censorship to receive official approval for release. The company has announced on Wednesday. That is awesome. awesome. In 2021, we finally get the approval. <clears throat> it's gonna be Dude, weird. This, all, that, all that bullshit talk about human rights, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so glad to support Mulan. Yeah. <laughs> said no one ever. It's no the one ever. phoenix from the ashes. Even though remember we had Nushu in this? We don't either. No, we don't. We really, really, really don't. So what do you guys think about Star Trek overall? I love Star Trek. I, um, you know, obviously the Beyond was not good. I think in the darkness is underrated and, and obviously Shatner's the man, you know, even though the next generation is boring as shit, I do like that. Deep Space Nine, Captain Sisko is the most underrated captain. Voyager was fun. I got to watch The Rock kick Seven of Nine's ass. Uh, and I'm a huge Enterprise fan. Captain Archer is my second favorite captain. So I, I'm a big Star Trek guy. How do you feel about Captain Janeway overall? I'm sorry if you just said something. No, I like Janeway. Janeway's, Janeway's good. Voyager is a, uh, I like that show a lot. Um, yeah, and it was cool to like actually see like a happy ending when she when they get back to Earth and she's actually in some of the oh. movies. And, and did I, she I go to Thailand? She, well, apparently, you know, they would have explained that haircut. Uh, well, uh, I have good news for you, Dion. Captain Janeway is coming back in a cartoon. Oh Lord! L- look, Star Trek Prodigy on Nickelodeon. It's like <laughs> Tom Holland. It kind of does look like Tom Holland. Oh man. Okay, yeah, that's where the market's at, guys, because Discovery was such a success. Yeah, uh, there's nothing from Star Trek that's going to get me excited shy of Quentin Tarantino's film. Right. I sat through the reboot. I don't hate. I like the 2009 movie just fine. Beyond's the one I fucking can't stand. But overall, Star Trek is in a weird limbo, and I don't want to support it anymore. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know. I would definitely wouldn't say that, but uh, I love 2009. I, I thoroughly enjoy, like I said, in the darkness beyond was Fast and Furious in space, which apparently they're going to get a chance to 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 renege on that one. But yeah, I, I it, it is weird that to see the Star Treks in a position again where it's trying to be relevant, and obviously, apparently they think Nickelodeon is the is the place to go, and then obviously, you know, fucking. You know, Star Trek Discovery being such a highly promoted piece of garbage and then Picard not doing all that well, you know, they need a win. And I just, 
I, I don't see this being it. I don't either. Um, I like how we have it. It's as thick as healthy on screen, but it's a picture of Captain Janeway. Uh, that's no longer <laughs> yeah. accurate. I mean, there she is in the show. She she had she had some 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 moments, man. A sky'd be my pants off. What are okay, Dion? Since you're good at this shit, come up with some weird, sexy Star Trek phrases. Oh, um, um, ooh, come bean these juices, or or ooh, red alert, red alert. There's an emergency in my pants. Um, <laughs> there uh, you go. Hey, Jim, would you like to perform a surgery? Set phasers like to pleasurable. <laughs> yeah, I love that one more. I love that one more. <laughs> I've never even watched Star Trek. Hey, set phasers to nut. <laughs> I would I would put that on a t-shirt. Set but, phasers um, to come. Yeah. <laughs> How about hey red shirt, there's no time like the present. <laughs> you know, mean, yeah, that, that's that's more of a Weinstein response, but no, I, I think <laughs> 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 Not saying it. Hey, number two, um, right, come right, over right, here and sit on my number one. Scotty beam my butthole. There we go. Thank there you. you Keep full circle. Oh, so uh, let's get caught up with the audience. So our friend Adam Wofford uh, says, so I found you guys when the whole channel Awesome Dumpster Fire was burning down. Also, Jeff, can you put the email in the chat so I can send you another audiobook? I think I forgot it. Sure. Uh, Adam, let me put that in there right now. Uh, our email is... And oh, what is it? Worldclassbs at mail.com. The best mail.com. Boom. There we go. That's in the chat for you right now, Adam Wofford. Rocky, the emit... <laughs> Uh, Rocky, the intergalactic woke slate says, FYI, you misspelled Indiegogo as Digogo in the description below. Well, thank you for telling me. I'm going to. So I printed as Digogo. That's my new comic book series. Is he one of the five best rappers of all time. Digogo, 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 Digogo. <laughs> it's a ghost, man. No, I spit hot fire because I'm Digogo. <laughs> <laughs> That's going on the t shirt. I like that. I'm Digogo. Oh, there we go. Die, go, go right there. I fixed it. <laughs> um, thank you, though, Rocky. Um, our friend Re Neon Red Ninja says, friendly reminder that sailing the high seas is legal in Norway. Screw all the streaming services. Viking women are an, ad are an added bonus to move here. Mm. Uh, you guys want to start fresh and just go to uh, Norway? Hey, you had I'm me at Viking. Always okay with that. <laughs> I mean, you know, it'll be fun. Oh, I just got a picture from Dion of his shelf. All right, so it's pretty baller the way you got Darkseid just, you know, chilling with his hands behind his back, shooting the Omega Beams at fucking Superman. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I'm oh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I got to fine tweak bats and soups, but oh, initial look, I'm digging it. I'm glad we both have that Batman figure. Oh, yeah, I love it. I'm, well, the reason I got it because you told me that it was being released. I wouldn't have fucking even noticed it. So, that's, you know, I love that fucking figure. I got it for uh, for thirty bucks. That was the deal oh. I got. I, can't I got a Mayfex figure for thirty dollars. Oh yeah, um, Drew Nitpicker. I have Batman uh, from uh, the Dark Knight Returns or Dark Knight Rises from Mayfex as well. So that's another figure I don't talk about. So I just left it at home. 
Now, I got a question for you guys, uh, since it's just kind of, since Daigogo is now our thing. <laughs> um, of these locations, which I'm about to show on screen, uh, which would you rather visit and why? Would you rather visit Assworld, Titlones, Hell, or Dymart? I'm, I'm going to uh, pick Hell, because I feel like that's the closest I'm going to get to an actual action movie setting. And while I wouldn't get loaned any tits or get to go to Assworld, I feel like that's more of a Wild West situation. And Hell is going to be more like, hey, this might be a crazy action movie level experience where you got to fight your way out and you'll come out looking cool. Whereas Assworld means you could have the longest midnight of your life. I think I'm going to give me some tit loans, you know. <laughs> Be like, do I get to select which ones that you know get to come with me? Because that could be a lot of fun. But like Dion said, Assworld could go one or two ways. There could be a really great way that it could go, or it could be really, really bad. <laughs> well, I'm ready to try uh, all those places. But if I'm going to pick one, I'm going to go Dymart. No, I'm going to go to Assworld because I want to see what they sell at Assworld. Well, what <laughs> if what if cat, man? What if Dymart's actually D-Mart and it's a German place? That's why I didn't go there, because I do speak German a little bit. And yes, it'd be nice to go to the Mart, but maybe I really want to go to Assworld. Yeah, but there could be some crazy <laughs> shit that happens in the German Mart. That's true. I'm kind of afraid. There there could be loads of beer and, you know, uh, you know, Shiza films and all that stuff. You know, the, 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 the stuff that you, you, you hear about. The stuff dreams are made of, Kendo? Uh, sure, it could be. It could be like uh, you know Euro trip when they went to Amsterdam. Ah, Berlin. Me, Peter Berlin. <laughs> I love that movie so much. I wish Nick was here because he loves that movie too. Damn it, yeah. Nick! Your love of middle-aged white women has torn this show apart for the last time. Yeah, it's such a wonderful movie. Apology accepted. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, they all just, you know, they all seem like fun places. So folks in the chat, let us know. Now I did have one other one that I wanted to pull up before we move into our next yeah, segment. And that is folks is going to require some thought from everybody. So please take your time when answering this one. Uh, you have to lose three forever and any future projects from all of these franchises. So if you're at home listening on, uh, the, the audio portion only. The franchises are Star Wars, Harry Potter, James Bond, the MCU, Lord of the Rings, Star Trek, DC, The Fast and the Furious, Indiana Jones, Avatar, Back to the Future, and Jurassic Park. Those are the franchises. You have to lose three forever and all the future projects. This is easy. So you lose their, you lose their back catalog too? Yep. Damn. Yeah, this is simple, so I'll go. Avatar, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, done. <laughs> Damn, Dion? man. Oh my god. Do you need a minute? I do need a minute, man. This All right, you is... take a minute. Uh Jesse, did you have an answer off the top of your head? Oh, sorry. Uh you look at come look at this picture and then answer in a second. I'll answer now. Uh if I'm gonna lose three forever, I'm gonna lose Jurassic Park, Avatar, and Harry uh, uh, I don't I know this is a hard one. Fuck, it um, is hard. It's that third one. The yeah. third one's the tough one, dude. Because I, I got my ones that are for sure, for sure. I'm never gonna give up, even though the future looks bleak. Oh, I'm not giving up that. What's your quick answer? Fast and the Furious, Back to the Future, and Avatar. Avatar's Back bullshit. I really, I only just saw started watching Fast and the Furious movies recently. They mean nothing to me. And sorry, Jeff, I love you, but I have no 
Like it's, I don't have enough of an attachment to it. it then you made my answer easier, Lord of the Rings, because I can watch the eight Harry Potter movies shorter time than I can watch the Lord of the Rings movies. Or, or though, are we, or for, for considering like a, a world that you have to live in too? Then I'm going to reconsider because then I'm not going to take Back to the Future away from you. That wouldn't be fair. Well, I'm. I can live without. St- Jurassic Park, because I didn't see it till I was 23 years old. I, I don't care. No, I was 25 when I saw Jurassic Park for the first time. Yes. Avatar sucks. Star Trek, bye. Mm. No, that was too mean. Dion, did you figure it out? I did. I did. I, 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 I'm still mulling it over. Orcs. orcs don't exist anymore. D&D is done. That's okay for uh, me. Easily Avatar. That, that movie is overrated as fuck. Um... I'm gonna go with a surprise one here and say um and say uh Harry Potter because as much the, the future doesn't look like it's really gonna happen for them, but also like if I gotta lose one, all that those are the memories I, I'd be okay with with giving up. And then the final one, even though I really want to see what's in store for Fast and Furious because it's so goddamn ridiculous. You know, I think I'm gonna have to go um, with Jurassic Park because outside of the first one, like the rest of them are just aren't that great. And <laughs> I want to see the future of Fast and the Furious, and it's tough too. Cause like, I, like as much as I love the first one, like the, the back catalog is as extensive as the other one, so you're giving up less to to keep some of the the back catalog of the other one. So if I got one sacrificial lamb. I, think I'm going to go, because of the catalog, Jurassic Park. Catalog, bro. Catalog. Catalog, man. It's all about that catalog, bro. Not, not, a lot of, not a lot of thick ladies in Jurassic Park series, you know what I mean? No. Oh, well, Bryce Dallas Howard is a pretty good one, though. I mean, there's only one, but if you're going to have one thick lady yep. in Jurassic Park, at least right. you got a good one. Right. <laughs> I mean, she, even though I'm not, you know, the world's biggest redhead fan, I mean, she's cool. Yeah, buddy. You can administer my park any day. What does that mean? You know what it means. No. It it means Dion's going to get a park, and apparently she's going to run it. Cool. Is that where that bridge from Brooklyn goes to? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it does. To the land of milk and honey. From the mainland to the island, baby. The land of milk and honey dicks? <laughs> Damn it, Jurassic Park! If you, Dion, if you were a fucking wrestler, that's where you're built from—from from the land of milk and honey dicks, Dion. <laughs> Fuck parts unknown, dude. That's right. That, that, that yeah. ship has sailed. Oh man, good times. Mm-hmm. So, Effett um, couldn't think of a name. Says Ray, when someone asks if you feel like saying "booyah," you say yes. I actually like that one, dude. That's a nice callback. 619. Um, did you guys hear about the Ray Fisher booyah thing? Yeah. How he refused to say the line and whatever. I'm like, it's. Yeah. Who cares? We don't want to call back that one show. The good Teen Titans, bro? I know, right? I mean, when there's trouble, you know who to call? Mm hmm. <laughs> I just saw Go Big Boar Go Home's uh, comment pop up Tit loans all day. Yeah. <laughs> I would wear a t-shirt that says tit loans all day. I'd we could make a t-shirt that says tit loans all day. 
we're growing. We don't want to overdo it yet. All right. <laughs> we need to expand at the natural normal level. We can move yeah. one more book and then we're cool. And then we'll sell t-shirts eventually. Kendo. Stephen Kraft says, I hope you didn't actually buy a copy of Santa's husband and woke baby for Buffalo. Jeff, there are better ways to spend your money. Uh, anything for a joke. Yeah. <laughs> That's the yeah. answer. Anything I mean, if it's funny, joke. it's worth it. Dude. Uh, so many people have joined Patreon for Buffalo Jeff. So, yeah, we've talked. We, we read the numbers last week. We a lot of people and a lot of comments. So, yeah. it'll be back. I'm going to record those tomorrow, folks. So, just be on the lookout. I'm coming for you, Dion. Yeah, no, you don't say you're coming anywhere. I didn't say anything, Dion. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know. Doug Keller, this is a great recommendation, Kendo. Uh, Jeff, since you and Kendo covered the Clerks animated series on Patreon, would you guys be willing to cover Beavis and Butthead as well? Of course. Yes. Yeah. Uh, as well as the movie, if you'd like. We can. Kendo, one of these weeks, we'll sit down and just talk about Beavis and Butthead if you want. I'm in. Deal. Uh, Doug, thank you very much for the recommendation. Uh, folks, if you're a patron and you like that, thank Doug. Now, Joseph Bienowicz says... Buffalo Jeff sings Enter Sandman, November Rain, Civil War, Open Arms, Purple Haze. I'd buy that for a dollar. Enter Butthole. Enter Butthole. November Butthole. Mm, butthole Rain. That's called Diarrhea. Mm. All I can say is my butthole's really plain. I don't know the rest of the words of that song by Blind Melon. Blind Buffalo. What a great that guy. He's really dead. Yeah, he's been dead for like twenty five years. Oh, pfft. I didn't know that. Yeah, his name was Shannon Hoon. Pretty cool name, actually. Yeah, it's actually not a bad name. Uh, like to thank our friend the Salty Vet who says, "Hail WCBS from San Antonio." Well, hail to you, sir, uh, from WCBS headquarters. Adam Walford says, so Sony's theme park is going to be in Thailand, but all we know is that it's, but all we know is why it's in Thailand, right guys? It's not for the temples, hint, hint. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure there was a reason. Weren't we going to Thailand? Is it like, <laughs> for a joke on the channel? I don't think that ever came up. Oh, I gotta swear we were going to Thailand for something. Maybe Nick's, that's where Nick is this week. He's in Thailand, folks. Yeah. Banging cock. Hey, no judgment here. No, I just said that's where he's going. That's where he's at. Okay. Okay. So, Sunday, guys, is a very Sunday. special night. Well, actually, Saturday starts it. Uh, Dion. Yes, sir. WrestleMania. Are you actually going to watch it this year? I am. I am. I, I, I Obviously, I, watched, I did watch night two um, last year, but I think I'm going to try and watch the whole thing. You know, it's, it's goofy bullshit, but, you know, why the hell not? Endo, are you going to watch it on the cock? Nope. Don't, Don't pay you. the cock. I'm just going to I'm just going to listen to all the fallout about how bad it is. Well, I will be watching it live both nights, so be prepared for a full very drunk uh review. Now, the match, I'm really not interested in any match on uh, night 1. You have Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley for the title. Who do you think is going to win? Drew. I think Drew, yeah, Drew wins. Uh, I'm going to go with Bobby Lashley wins. I like Drew McIntyre, but he got the rub last year. For sure. I, I mean, I hope Bobby Lashley wins, but I think they're going to they're gonna give him the, the win again. 
so we're going to do something fun, folks. Do not click away because this is something you guys have asked for and we're finally going to do it. And Dion and Kendo, you don't even know it yet. And no, Dion, it's nothing weird with Buffalo Jeff, so you can find oh it. No, or this is, is it? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, on top of that, uh, what was the other one? I just want to read this stupid fucked up card. Where'd it go? All right, so we have Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. I'm I actually kind of that. excited for that match. That might That's feel- actually very well could be a good match. I like Bianca Belair. Uh, she's a good wrestler. I think she's kind of cute. Uh, Sasha Banks sucks, so I want to see her get her shit pushed in. She's so weirdly overrated. It's 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 hilarious. She's 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 gonna lose. Bianca's gonna win the title. Uh, Raw Tag Team Championship match: New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos. I think that's gonna be bad because that Omos dude can barely walk. Yeah. yeah. Now speaking of bad, oh, I'm gonna go with New Day on that one. Who do you guys got? New Day. Or you know uh, what? Just, no, I'm taking it back. AJ and Omos gonna win. Yeah, I'm gonna go with AJ and Omos only because when I was still watching this stuff regularly, AJ was one of my favorites. I'm like, this guy can go. So I want, I would want AJ to win. I almost said I want OJ to win. I want him to win too. He did in your minds, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Uh, Jesse, you love AJ Styles. Who do you think is going to win the match? I don't. I don't know if I know enough to, the stories to know who. Who I, I think I, I'm going to go with AJ Styles. All right, I want AJ Styles to win, but I think the New Day will keep it. Now, here's the most bullshit match of the night: Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz and Morrison. Dude, I cannot believe that's a thing that's fucking happening. What are reasons why I stopped watching WWE for five hundred, Jeff? Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't blame you at all. So we also uh, have, in terms of WrestleMania, where to go? Uh, steel cage match: Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. That is what. What are they punishing uh, Braun Strowman for? I don't know. That Give the guy a just for Shane to jump off the cage. Obviously, yeah. I mean, that's awesome, but I don't give a shit anymore. Uh, this is a throwaway no. match: Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Yeah, I was. That actually has a potential to be really good too. It could be, but I, I just feel like you know they need to push Cesaro now. Stop fucking around. Yeah, he should have been world champion by now. Yep. And then to close out night one, a tag team turmoil match. The Riot Squad versus Lana and Naomi versus Dana Brooke, Bandy Rose versus Natalia and Tamina Snuka. What a bullshit match. It'll take seven minutes. Yep. And oh. as much as I love Tamina, Homegirl ain't exactly a, a, you know, a quick-witted one anymore. So that match is probably going to be terrible. I hope uh, Lana and Naomi oh, win it. Well, because... whenever Mandy Rose is on TV, we all win. True. I wonder what a WrestleMania gear will be. Uh, match two or night mm. two. Thankfully, this is the last year where WrestleMania is over two nights. Uh, match two or excuse me, night two's match card features a triple threat match for the Universal Championship: Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan versus Edge. Literally, the only match I give a shit about. I yep. I hope Daniel Bryan pulls it out again. If Daniel Bryan doesn't win. I'm gonna be fucking furious. Which is weird to hear you say because you used to hate the guy. Yeah, yeah. And even though I hated him, I wanted him to win at 30. You know, obviously, I know what the fuck works. And having Edge win the Rumble in the first place, I still think it should have been Big E or Bobby Lashley or Daniel Bryan. Um, Edge should not have fucking won the Rumble. And this is just a fucking waste of people's time having him and Roman Reigns, even in the same conversation. Yeah, I I hate you, Roman Reigns. It's... Yeah, it's this match exists specifically to get the title off of Roman without Roman taking the pin. 
And I would love it if Daniel Bryan wins because he's one of the few that I also really like as well. I might tune in just for that. I won't pay the cock, but I'll steal the cock. I, I don't. I'll figure something out. Worst case, Ontario, you can always ask me for some login help. Uh, Raw Women's yeah. Championship we'll match. Just create another oh. fake email address. There you go. There you go. Uh, use use worldclassbs at mail for your cock account. Uh, yeah, seven day free trial of the cock. I have no trouble. I have no issues. If you want to use that email address for that, we're going to be uh, upgrading our server soon to uh, a website. So yeah, we'll have real email addresses. Um, Rhea Ripley versus Asuka for the women's championship. Uh, no matter what, we win because this is going to be a good match. That's going to be that might arguably be. Yeah, that would actually would be pretty good. One of the better ones of, of that whole night too. Uh, this is going to be a bullshit one. You'll probably. Like it more than me, Dion. Randy Orton versus the Fiend. You're right. I do. You know, I love yeah. this fucking storyline right now. But it, it's just I don't know giving why. them a do-over. Because I love the ridiculousness of the Fiend right now. But it's like, yo, their mania match for the title wasn't great. This isn't going to be any different. That these dudes just do not go well together for some for whatever reason. All right. So we're. Uh, what else we got left that night? I think Randy Orton's going to beat the Fiend. What do you think? I think the uh, Fiend's going to get the win this time. I just want the character to yeah, go Yeah, I think they'll finally give him his win back. Now, this is going to be a, a really empowering night. So, folks, I have a big video about censorship and uh, racial uh, sensitivity in the WWE because Peacock wants to go back and edit out old content. So I'm so thankful that WrestleMania 37 features a Nigerian drum fight for the Intercontinental Championship between Big yeah. E and Apollo Crews. <laughs> Yep. What the fuck is a Nigerian a Nigerian drum fight? Well, why Nigeria? I don't know. Do you, do you not Apollo know? Apollo Cruz is Nigerian now. Yeah, I, I got that he's a Nigerian now, but I'm just like, we're gonna go that hard in the paint, though. <laughs> if <one laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. Nobody knows what to say when you talk to anyone about that match. Everyone's just like. What? But it's just which my only thing is that this is this is the WWE's response to Kamara Usman being the champ and Izzy Adesanya, Israel Adesanya, and they're both from Nigeria. And then the heavyweight champion just is is from Cameroon. So I, I, I it's just like the WWE's weird. I don't get it, dude. Like why though? Yeah, dude. This is what I was pointing out the other day after I was listening to one of the podcasts I listened to to keep up with the current product about the Nigerian drum match. I'm like, so here we are in 2021 where everything is as woke as possible or else it faces the wrath of Twitter. They take Apollo Crews. They make him suddenly Nigerian. He speaks in a Nigerian accent. He has dudes with spears accompanying him to the ring. And now they're having a Nigerian drum fight. And it's like, (laughs) we are protesting the wrong shit. Yes. If you go, oh my god! Here, let me show the picture uh, real quick, folks. This is real. This. <laughs> we have to get rid of the nation of domination versus DX because it's offensive. But but Nigerian I don't, I don't, fucking drum matches. I don't know what their flex is on yeah. this. It's so weird, right? Like I can't even. I mean, we know kind of what they're trying to do, but it's just the worst way to go about. Yeah, dude. Like, how the fuck you going? Come on, what is happening right now? This is almost as awkward as when I, Undertaker got jumped on live TV by terrorists. 
Yeah. 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 Like, I, I just, what was the pitch meeting like? Where Vince is like telling Apollo Crews, we're going to freshen up your character. You're going to be an African now, and you're going to have guys with spears, and you guys are going to have a drum match. At like what point did anybody that was participating in that meeting not stop and go, wait, 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 wait. I don't think we can do that. <laughs> no, nobody just was, everybody just the back and was just like, what? yeah. But no, everybody's clearly like, oh, yeah, 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 that's. You know, okay, yeah, that that would be great. That'll really help his character. It's like, no, no, nothing about this helps his character. Dude, hear me out. What if the Apollo Crews Big E match is the first thing to be edited out of Peacock in the modern era? On, so on Monday morning, they're like, that was a bad idea, and they wipe it away instantly. I'd love that. Uh <laughs> You know it's going to be, too, because this is so fucking weird. You got the black dude turn Nigerian with fucking almost war criminal looking motherfuckers going with him and he's having an African drum match what the fuck didn't we just deal with WWE getting made fun of for Kamala so this yeah. is their response yo Fr- yeah. someone call Freddie Prince Jr. up what the fuck are you guys thinking yeah. <laughs> now actually yeah. folks go ahead and tweet that picture to Freddie Prince right now and say but Kamala was a problem <laughs> Yeah, I I don't even know what to say about this bullshit. Uh, thankfully, there's only three matches to talk about left. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. That'll probably be a good uh, one. Yeah, I think that, that's that stuff never gets old. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah th- those two fighting never gets old. You go all the way back to Ring of Honor when it was Generico and Steen, and that stuff was entertaining. Yes. We also have the United States Championship match, Riddle versus Sheamus. Come on, Matt Riddle. Mm-hmm. Bro. 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 And then the last one we'll talk. Oh, God. This match isn't even finished. Women's Tag Team Championship match. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus To Be Determined. Oh. That is so Oh, dumb. it's um they leaked it on accident. It's going to be Billy Kay and uh, Fox. Somebody. Whoever whoever they broke the Iconics up, they broke them up. We're like, oh, they're not going to be a team anymore. They're going to be solos. And they immediately put them in tag teams with other people. Um. It's going to be Billy Kay, whoever it is she runs around with, because WWE was stupid and actually tweeted that match graphic. Uh, I can't believe they did that, but I'm laughing at the cheese factor. Don't bring a guitar to the drum fight. So what you're saying is don't let Elias in. Got it. <laughs> yeah, so Elias won't be there? Uh. <laughs> well, no, because last year didn't Elias, when he did his like little ditty before the, the when he got his ass beat by Cena or whatever it was, like... It showed him playing a guitar, a keyboard, and drums. I think I, we were in the crowd for that one, Dion. So, yep, yep, yep. I, uh, I did. I thought no. I heard that he had pissed somebody off backstage, which is why he was getting fucking punished. So, I don't know what the fuck's going on. So, folks, we're finally gonna embark on the journey you guys have requested for a while. <laughs> we're gonna play a game of AI Dungeon to close out tonight's show. Let me get caught up on some super chats and then we're going to go down this rabbit hole together. You guys ready? I think so. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but this is an AI generated uh, RPG Dion. So this could be glorious or terrible. (laughs) Um, Matt Deckard says you had it right. Jurassic Park, uh, FF and Avatar. I guess they got to go. Zach Z says Firewind embrace the butthole. Prong and butthole device. 
deep purple. Maybe I'm a butthole. Alice in Chains, man in the butthole. Go back to deep purple, smoke on the butthole. Our butthole on the water? Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Uh, neon red ninja. Nobody does, but it's provocative. Well, how about people going? How about this for provocative? Metallica, the butthole of Cthulhu. <laughs> Damn, that is a hellish place. Yeah. All right, Mr. Oh, v. No, ride the butthole. Ooh. Mr. V says lock, stock, and two smoking buttholes. Mic drop. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's probably the porn parody of that really good movie. Oh, damn it. Nobody wants that one. Uh, Adam Wofford says, I got one better. Buffalo Jeff sings Lincoln Parks got so far, but in the end, it doesn't even matter. So I sent you that audiobook. Check email. Uh, Kendo, can you forward that, please? When you get a chance. Uh, I will. All right. Uh, El Gallo de Oro says, spoiler for NXT. Chris Benoit returned. I mean, you could try to dig him up. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Rocky the Intergalactic Woke Slate says, ladies and gentlemen, the absolute state of WWE. It's dog shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's it's uh, it's not good at all. <laughs> Speaking of this is the opposite of not good. This is a great message from 007 Cloud. That dot com got me. Thanks, Dion. 25 minutes behind. <laughs> it's what I do. It's what I do. Well, you know, as long as you keep 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 chugging along, you'll catch up. All right. So, uh, are you ready to experience AI Dungeon, guys? I think so. All right. Let's sure. start the adventure. All right. So we're gonna pick a setting. What do you guys want? Explore worlds, fantasy, mystery, apocalyptic, zombies, cyberpunk, custom, archive, or Halloween? Explore worlds. Halloween. All right. Uh, shit. Well, the cat just stepped on the computer. All right. There we go. Um, well, I guess we'll pick in the middle since. Well, shit. That would give us zombies. I don't want zombies. Or shit, cyberpunk. Right. How do we. We don't even have a tiebreaker. Fuck. Let's just try Explore World since it's the first one. Is that cool? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. I don't know what we're supposed to do here. What the fuck is all of that? We're going to Kringle. The world of Kringle. Right. Santa Claus has been planning to take over the North Pole for years. He has patiently waited for the elves to grow old and weak for his retribution. The time has come. Santa Claus and his naughty ragtag army of elves, gnomes, fairies, dragons, candy cane, vampire elves, etc. now control the North Pole. But Santa knows the North Pole can only remain his if he can conquer all of Kringle. To do this, Santa needs to take you and two of his biggest competitors, the Easter Bunny and Jack Frost. Will you help Santa or fight back and help the elves? This sounds what shitty. The fuck? I feel like we have to be on Santa's side at this point. Because it's probably like that Santa Claus that Bill Goldberg played. All right, quick start it is. <laughs> Preparing world. What in the world is happening? I don't know. And I'm the host. <laughs> World events. The powerful Helm's Deep spell has been cast. The elves, gnomes, and fairies are safe in, from harm in the small refuge while they plot the naughty helpers. Any oh, heroes of the kingdom on the outside of the refuge will need to be careful if they want to survive the battle in the wilds of Kringle. 
Why do I okay. feel like there's something that's going to come up here that's going to get our channel banned? I don't know, but it's AI. So I'm going to read this. And the then word naughty got used way too much. Yeah. All right. So um, you are Sarah, a female candy elf. You are working for the last yep. few years with the human Easter bunny and gnome allies in Buenzil to stop the evil Santa Claus. After years of preparation, you've finally been given the go order from the Easter bunny to take out the opposition. You have prepared your weapon of choice, a candy cane bomb and are ready to strike. What? <laughs> Who do you go after first? Um, uh, I guess Santa Claus, right? Bob Saget? Yeah, let's go after Bob Saget. Walk into the room where Bob Saget is sitting in a chair. He gets up and greets you. Bob is wearing an, elef an elven dagger, which he offers to you along with a sword. What do you do? Take the sword and tell him you got it, dude. Yeah. You walk over to Bob. <laughs> you walk over to Bob and take the sword, holding it out the way he offers it to you. Bob is quite surprised by lack of back, your laid back nature and behavior. You're a cool cat, he says. Oh, have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> have mercy. Put the sword back in its sheath and walk away. Bob is a little confused, but you explain you need to defend yourself before attacking. But what about Christmas? You're supposed to be my helper. Uh, fuck Christmas. Bob. Oh. oh. Wait. Oh. Unallowed and strict. Safe mode. See settings. All right. Where are the settings? Fuck. Um, Dude. Please tell me we don't have to start over. Ah, settings. Uh, off. Off. Yeah. I am over 18. I hope you sure are. I don't act like it. All right, now tell him to go get fucked. Fuck Christmas. Fuck Christmas. You, fuck you explain Christmas. that you can't really worry about things like Christmas that you need to do what's best for you, and maybe one day you'll be able to celebrate again. <laughs> nah, fuck that. You decide to leave the city forever and move to a place where nobody knows you. You pick up your things and walk out the fortress gates. You look up at the moon and you make a wish. What are we wishing for? I Beer. Wish, I wish for a big, thick woman. That too. <laughs> With two C's. Yes. You make your wish and then set off into the snowy wilds. Your main concern is staying out of sight until the chaos dies down. What do you do? Uh, call the thick uh, white woman. <laughs> call over Tracy, the thick white woman of your, that you remember from your childhood. You call the thick white woman. You call the number you were given and a voice answers. Hello. The voice on the other end asks, is this Brenda? Yeah. Who is this? Surprise, motherfucker. My friend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is Mike. I'm a friend of Bob's, and I was wondering if you could help me with something. Hmm. Bob never mentioned you. What do you need? A blowjob. Tree fitty. <laughs> Let's see if she says yes. If I can spell. Next day, you're with you. <laughs> yes. Brenda, Brenda obliges your every whim as you quickly consume her entire body, mind, and soul. You have an incredibly powerful mind, but your body is completely deprived of sustenance. What do Jesus, you do? That's a 
drink Gatorade after all that. (laughs) (laughs) The next few weeks involve regular trips back to Brenda's home and consumptions of her ass, pussy and some of her blood. God damn. Bloody thirsty vampires living in her home. What the fuck? You could team with James Woods to kill them all. Yes. Um, Call Blade. You call in Blade. You wait until nightfall and get your undead coach. You travel through the snow to Brenda's home, which is very well hidden, and many elven eyes have never seen it. What do you do? Kill every vampire in sight. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that works too. I mean, that's just that you draw your sword and attack Brenda's home. You hack through several elves protecting it while elves shoot arrows at you and throw rocks at the coach. Eventually, the coach crashes through the front door. What do you do? Die. home is silent elves and humans alike stare at your stare at you in silence brenda's corpse lays crumpled in a corner of the house i'm confused are we brenda now they were like we change we start singing celine dion clearly oh yeah Ah, i can spell let's see there you go wait well i spelled it wrong again You begin to strum your lute and the sounds of music filling the hallways. Elves stare at you in horror, but some begin to clap and join you in song. Another joins, then another. What do you, you do? Scream surprise, their loyalty. And then you... And then, <laughs> let's say gun them down, commando style. Wait, I have to pay? Oh, oh no. 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 no! We got honey dicked on air. We got no. honey dicked on air, dude. What the fuck? That was a subscription. I bet Vince Russo is behind that fucking thing. Oh, he swerved us, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> uh, so Doug Keller asks, is Apocalypse Now your favorite movie, Kendo? No, I like it. It's a good movie, but I would. it's not on the list. I enjoy it. It wouldn't make a top for me, but it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I will do this on the High Council with Cecil. I think he'll enjoy it. Uh, Joseph Bianowicz sent in a super chat that says, Buffalo Jeff reads The Night Before Christmas and The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. There you go. You even think about it. No, what you do is you do that, and then you send it to Dion as a Christmas gift. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, let's see. The sun did not shine. It was too wet to play, so we sat in the house all a cold, cold, wet day. I'm just for real. Could you save me from this bullshit? No, he cannot. <laughs> With your witchcraft. Yeah. So, uh, I feel like we've. What else is there to cover this week? It's been a we... quiet week for the most part, man. Yeah, there ain't I know, right? Any, uh... Yeah. Uh, folks in the chat, do you have any recommendations before we uh, put this short episode to bed? Or questions. Oh, I do have. I do have. So- oh, wait, go ahead. I have something though. Uh, no, I was just soliciting the people. Oh, you were soliciting questions. Yeah. All right, I'm going to send you. I'll send us a couple things. <laughs> it's, since it's WrestleMania weekend, we'll end with this kind of fun stuff. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna have more fun talking about this than actually watching wrestling. Our friend Super Mastermind says, try Zork. It's old. It should be free. Uh, let's see. Zork. What is Zork? 
Uh, where can I play it? Oh, here we go. Play online at textadventures.co.uk. Uh, let's see if that'll load while I'm looking that up. Uh, let me share what I had on screen. <laughs> what? Oh, what I think? Look at the picture you sent. The second <laughs> one. I'm done. So, when I saw that earlier, Kendo, I was like, I was like I'm saving this just for Kendo. I'm going to share that one first. Now, folks, have you ever seen the film My Girl? Obviously, we all have. And uh, it stars Macaulay Culkin and uh, what's her name? Alana Chomsky or something like that. Uh, she was in stuff. But it has a really, really fucking sad ending. And uh, anytime you can meme that, well, you're a cold-hearted bastard. That's why I love this meme right here. <laughs> that's so mean. Uh, that's harsh. <laughs> now, keep it on brand with all of our stuff. Um, Al Snow is a wrestler who uh, was once accused of being dangerous towards women because he carried a mannequin head to the ring. Uh, we'll talk about him on tomorrow's video. But Al Snow, I just got kicked out of a Flat Earth Facebook group because I asked if the six-foot social distancing had pushed anyone over the edge yet. That's fucking retarded. I love it. And now this is what I really wanted to talk about, guys. This was on the WWE site, and it said, uh, you can only pick three. The rest have to go away. Which three are you picking? So take your time uh, while you look at this. I will say it's very easy to eliminate matches like Lynch, Flair, Rousey, Kofi yeah. Bryant, End yeah. of an Era, uh, yeah. HK Taker 2. Like, those are easy throwaways. There's a couple hard ones that are, you know, I can't get rid of this one. This is so great, but I hate to say it, a lot of these are expendable. Yeah. A lot of them are. I think, um, obviously, for me, you keep 17. Um, it's, it's just the greatest WrestleMania main event of all time. Uh, you keep TLC 2. And I mean, and then for for historical purposes, you gotta keep Savage Steamboat. Mm, 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 mm. I I'm keeping I'm keeping Brett Austin because you have to, or else you don't get the Austin run you would eventually get because that match made him. Um. Oh shit! And then it gets tough. Because Andre Hogan, the big deal about that was it was the first time anybody, or especially Hogan, body slammed Andre, which was not true. Uh, oh. If you take out TLC 2, it doesn't get rid of TLC because they already had one that was the first, the first one, which was great. Second one was better, but you're still going to have TLC matches. Mm-mm-mm. Gun to my head. I'm taking that whole top row. Good row. That's that's a good row, my good son. Yeah. I'll take Rock Austin WrestleMania 17, HBK Taker WrestleMania 25, and oh, this is so difficult. I don't, you know what? It's not. I don't really like Savage Steamboat as much as I'm supposed to. Bret Hart, Stone Cold. That's a much better match, in my opinion. It is. But, you, you know, be making me happy and shit. I would say there are no wrong answers here, but there's like three wrong answers. Yeah. Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, that's a wrong answer. Yeah. 
And as great mm. as Kofi and Brian was, every other match on here, with the exception of the Rousey, Flair, Lynch one, and probably Hogan on, well, even Hogan Andre, technically was not good at all. But the fact that it sold out the the Superdome, see what I did there, and did. Uh, thank you. Just for somebody tries to flame me in the chat. I know what I'm doing. I'm a professional. <laughs> but but also, if you look at Austin, like Austin HBK from 14 with Tyson, that mm-hmm. oh, that's a great. Now I'm just gonna stick with my top row, and like I said, there are no wrong answers except for the women's match from 35. And I would say Kofi Bryan would probably be a wrong answer too. Yeah, uh, thankfully we grew up in an era where we could watch a good wrestling card and go, Oh, this is going to be a classic in the making. I'm going to put money out there right now that there's not going to be a match on this WrestleMania card. That's going to be on a list of greatest of all time. I know it's kind of shitty to go. Oh, how could you not know? Why would you preemptively cut yourself off from what could be great? Because I watch wrestling. I know how it goes. It's like, uh, we know what to expect from a Disney star Wars film. I know what to expect from the WWE. I've been watching it for God over 20 years and only a couple of those years have been really great. <laughs> uh, so we had a couple more super chats uh, roll in. We're going to address those. And then I think we're going to uh, close this baby out. Commander Ed Straker of Shadu says Buffalo Jeff reads Horton. Here's a who that rhymed. Sorry. Uh, Commander Ed Straker, uh, by the way, thank you for all the, uh, stuff over on Miles Entertainment yesterday. I was reading uh, your back and forth with uh, Greg Kirby in the chat, and uh, that was a lot of fun. Oh, God. Is Greg Kirby being, uh... Uh, I don't rem- well, I'll tell you off air what he said. Um, let's see. We had one more roll in uh, from Doug Keller, who says, I think last time I watched wrestling was when Jeff Hardy was the WWE champion between 2008 and 2010. Mm. Um. Oh, wait, I'm reading online or in the chat. It's it, I think DMX passed away. Yeah, I was going to cut in after that last super chat. We've got breaking news. DMX uh, apparently has actually died. Oh, that's sad. Uh, he's 50 years old. So uh, favorite DMX song, Dion? Uh, X going to give it to you for sure. Kendo? It's got to be X is going to give it to you. Uh, I prefer the B-Hole Writers Anthem. <laughs> uh, no, on all seriousness, uh, DMX had a couple good songs. They had this one song like They Don't Know Who We Be or whatever. That was okay. Um, God, yeah, yeah. Oh, was it Get the Part uh, Up in Here or whatever it's called? Party Up. A, yeah, Party Up. I couldn't think of it. Uh, yeah, he had a... He was... Uh, he was everywhere for a minute. Movies, MTV, the radio. He was a big yeah. deal. Uh, I always thought... Now, folks, when I Googled this, I didn't find any articles, but it's all over Twitter right now. And we're seeing article or from places with uh, the check marks and almost yeah. 700,000 followers. So I don't think they're going to post fake stuff about DMX's death. Nope. Yeah. But I was just saying, like, that's the only reason I'm not sharing uh, any links or anything like that, because there's nothing to read. So... Right, but it's sad. Uh, are we all caught up then, guys? It appears so. Yeah, well, this was a shorter episode, but it doesn't mean it was a lesser one. It was a fun night. I missed Nick, though. I gotta say, uh, we were a man down. 
Oh no, he left us behind. Yeah, we get it. We get it, Nick. We know where your priorities lie. We'd yep. have done the same. <laughs> uh, so guys, uh, let's see. Uh, the comic. Let's drop the link one more time. There we go, folks. Back that. That goes away on May the second. So it's been an awesome campaign so far. We are six dollars away from our next goal, and then we will uh, continue on this journey. Jeff Lucas is coming back, folks. Uh, he was going to be back already, uh, but shit, pancake destroyed. Ak lost the wig and beard. Yeah, so I'm gonna. I bought new uh, wigs and beards for Jeff Lucas, and he will return this week. Uh, it's a lot of fun. If you guys enjoy the old special edition trailers that George Lucas used to appear on in front of the movies, or the old um, interviews with Leonard Bolton, you're gonna like what Jeff Lucas has to say. And uh, the rest of this campaign is gonna get weird and fun. So just be on the lookout for. Even if you've already backed it, just watch the the videos. They're gonna be entertaining. So, uh, Kendo, Dion, is there anything you guys want to say before we go? X gonna give it to you. Come on! Yeah. Buy Dogecoin. You think this is a fucking game? There we go. <laughs> That's my favorite DMX quote. <laughs> well, I can't really say my favorite one, but not on there at least. Anyway, uh, folks, <laughs> we're gonna go. So I'll have a video out tomorrow. Uh, make sure you guys watch that. And uh, in the meantime, folks, be smart, be safe, be cool. But always be excellent to each other. Dot com. Come on.